93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, here we are, Monday, September 9th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, Philadelphia police are looking for a man who they say attempted to abduct a young woman in broad daylight. The incident was reported by uh, was recorded by a home security camera. The surveillance video actually shows the man violently grab the victim at about 10 a.m. Sunday in the 800 block of North 15th Street in North Philadelphia. The young woman can be heard screaming before the man lets her go and walks away. Neighbors said until the man is caught, they will remain vigilant and cautious. One neighbor uh, says that there, she was new to the area. She says that she generally feels safe walking down the street, but now, uh, you know, is going to be extra cautious. Another neighbor says that he has two daughters and hopes police catch this person very soon. So uh, the whole incident was caught on this home security camera. And the guy who, who uh, whose camera it was said that he believes that the woman was definitely uh, the guy was definitely trying to abduct her. Yeah, he uh, really in the video, he's he's manhandling. Yep, he's yep. really he's trying to overpower and it's you know sunday morning 10 a.m i mean that's what not you don't think of you, you think, think you'd be safe night yeah. or something like that, that exactly but that was uh, that's pretty terrifying that's a that's a uh that's a a dangerous individual, right? You there. know, it's wild though, Preston, from that distance. So you can hear when you in the actual the video, mm-hmm. you can hear her yell. Yeah, she and screams. And those mics aren't super sensitive, but it was super loud. So she yeah. let it. She let it. Well, it shocked him. She did a good job of yeah. uh, of resisting and, and forcing him away, and making know. noise and everything. Look at those two people across the street. They just look and keep going, though. Yeah. Why did they come over to hell? Life well, in the big city. When it happened, also, if you look in the, in the video, they're on the other side of this red Jeep here, so yeah. I don't know. You yeah, also they may don't not have know. been able to see. Yeah. You, you, you don't know that it's an abduction. Like, uh, I mean, it could just be a domestic dispute. And, well, like, you don't want to get involved. None of your business. I mean, I, it's also, what say. they would have assumed on a Sunday morning at, you know, yeah. at 10 a.m. Kath, I, was, I don't know. Somebody screaming. I don't know what she's yelling, but if I heard help. I'd have to do something. You'd go down to see if you had an appearance at night. Yes, I would check to see <laughs> yeah. if I Just had lipstick like in my purse. Steve yeah. passed out in the studio. That's right. Uh, so police are asking anyone with information to please contact them. Mm. Obviously, they're trying to identify this man and get him. A couple is accused of spending $120,000 that was accidentally deposited into their bank account. Investigators say Robert and Tiffany Williams had $120,000 <laughs> deposited into their account on May 31st through a mistake by a bank teller. Instead of contacting the bank about the deposit. The couple allegedly spent most of the money in two and a half weeks uh, the following month. Oh my God. State police say that the couple bought an SUV, two four-wheelers, a camper, and a car trailer. Uh, police say that they also wow. used the money to pay their bills and get their cars repaired, along with several cash purchases. Investigators say that they even gave $15,000 to friends in need of money. Sounds like someone was using Miracle Water, Preston. You know yeah. what? I was honestly... I was Is that what you were just, thinking? Not that, but I was thinking, I wonder if you could use the God defense. Uh-huh. In our defense, yeah. in our defense. we thought that God gave that yeah. to us, and, you know, and God hey. wants us to go camping. Yeah. So you want money, so camp, yeah. you're going to have to do it the old-fashioned way and create a fake GoFundMe account. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the first thing I thought of was Dumb and Dumber. Like, is this is this Lloyd Christmas and, right. and Harriet Dunn? Like, with IOUs? With IOUs. <laughs> That's a car. You're going to want to save that, that one. <laughs> so once the bank realized its mistake, it transferred the $120,000 to the correct account. 
The bank contacted Tiffany Williams on June 20th and told her that the couple had to pay back $107,000 in overdraft fees they incurred. The woman told the bank that she and her husband would work out a payment plan. Court documents show after two initial phone calls from the bank, the couple had no contact with bank representatives despite several attempts. The couple is now facing felony theft charges and they were arrested and then released on $25,000 bond. I wonder what the specifics are of that as far as, you know... It's in their account. Well, in... When you when you're signing your documentation for a bank, when you're opening up an account, you know is that it's assumed, or I mean, because the the bank has made the mistake. I, I wonder where legally a lot of that falls. You know, remember there was a one bank that where the ATM was giving out money like crazy, yeah, it was just, and yeah. they just said keep it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but maybe it was the miracle one. God is touching, hurting people around the world, <laughs> and now He wants to touch you through Peter Popoff's powerful point of contact, oh the Miracle Spring Water. He told me that I was going to get a windfall of money, and the UPS sent me in the mail a check for fifteen thousand. Whoa. We got a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. I still want to know what that is all about. It's, it's so a bizarre. Scam. It's a you know, it's pretty brilliant. Maybe actually. they should use that though as their defense. Let's see what the yeah. judge says. We about use that. magical tap water. Yeah. <laughs> water. I mean, honestly though, one hundred and twenty grand shows up in your bank account, and your first inclination is to go buy four wheelers <laughs> and a car. Like, yeah, I know. Okay. They were obviously not too smart about it. Yeah. Philadelphia 76ers forward Mike Scott was involved in a fight with an Eagles fan while tailgating outside the stadium after he wore a Redskins jersey and a hat to the party. Scott didn't appear to get injured in the video of the fight. Uh, he he stuck around and took selfies afterwards, according to posts by other fans. Scott has become a popular player in the city for responding to invitations on social media and showing up to hang out with fans. He dropped in at a wedding reception earlier in the summer. We are aware of the situation and are in the process of gathering more information. We will have no further comment at this time, a team spokesperson said. In sports this morning... Carson Wentz threw a pair of deep touchdown passes to Deshaun Jackson, and the Eagles overcame a 17-point deficit to beat the Washington Redskins 32-27 yesterday the link. After not taking a snap in the preseason, Wentz went 28 of 39 for 313 yards and three touchdowns in his first game since week 14 of last year. Jackson had eight catches for 154 yards and the Eagles racked up 436 total yards. On the third and ten in the third quarter, Jackson ran past Washington defense, caught Uh, Wentz's pass inside the 10 and strolled into the end zone to give the Eagles a 21-20 lead. The 53-yard touchdown reception was Jackson's second of 50-plus yards in a game and the 31st of his career. Only Hall of Famer Jerry Rice has more at 36. Next up for the Eagles is a trip to Atlanta to play the Falcons on Sunday night. Meanwhile, quarterback Nick Foles debuted for the Jacksonville Jaguars last night less than a a quarter. Sorry, it lasted less than a quarter. Foles suffered a broken left clavicle Mm. when Chiefs defensive tackle Chris Jones drove him into 
to the ground after Foles released the ball on a 35-yard touchdown pass to DJ Chark. He left the sideline for x-rays and was ruled out for the game shortly after. He will have surgery today, and there is no timetable for his return. It, yeah, it's the same clavicle Foles fractured while playing with the Eagles in 2014. Michael Franco, Scott Kingery, and Adam Hazley hit home runs, and the Phillies overcame an early deficit to outlast the Mets in a 10-7 win yesterday afternoon in Queens. With the win, the Phillies were able to tighten the National League wildcard race. The game took four hours and 29 minutes, a minute short of matching the longest nine-inning game in National League history. Wow. When it was over, the Phillies had closed within two games of Chicago for the second wildcard spot, while the Mets stayed four back of the Cubs, who lost to Milwaukee 8-5. The Phillies are back home tonight as they open up a four-game series against the first place at the Atlanta Braves. Aaron Nola will get the start. Game time tonight is set for 7.05, and that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kat. Trust everybody had a decent weekend. It was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, it was beautiful weather-wise. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just uh, nice to have a couple of days off. We're back to the Regular thing, we reset. We have a new Word of the Week prize this week. We have a uh, pair of tickets to both local tool shows. That's a big deal. They're sold out. So at the Wells Fargo Center, November 18th, that one is sold out. And also the Boardwalk Hall in AC on Friday, November 22nd. So if you're a psychotic tool fan, this is absolutely perfect for you. There are many of them. Yeah, there are many of them. And in fact, their album was uh, number one in the Billboard Top 200. I'm going to have a little bit more on that uh, in Music News later on this morning. So we will give that away for the Word of the Week prize. And I'm sorry, I just took a good look at Nick for the first time today. (laughs) Somebody was out in the sun this week. Yeah. yeah, and left their sunglasses on the entire time. Sure did. <laughs> yeah. It was a uh, beach day yesterday and uh, rock climbing on Saturday. Nice. Yeah, man. Well, you took advantage of it, man. Get yeah, outside. I probably should have put some sunblock on, <laughs> that's but all right. what you going to do? Yeah, you're going to do it. I just, I just I yeah. turned to look, and uh, that's a sign of having a good week. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we also have, uh, we're loaded up with giveaways for uh, Kathy's Bitch Box. You know what? I should give away two of those right now. Yes. This is a uh, Zeta Eta Pi sorority party. It's coming up on the 19th, and we are headed to Harrah's in Philadelphia. And you have to be at least 21, and you have to have a vagina. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> wow. we, do, we do. That's one way to put it. Yep. Uh, so, uh, yes, you if ladies only, and you can bring a uh, female friend as well. So let's take callers 10 and 11 at 215-263-WMMR, and we'll get you on board. So. I went yesterday to uh, the Clover Market, which is kind of like a, a flea market that travels around the area. They were in Chestnut Hill yesterday, and one of the vendors who's uh, giving to the box, Wim Jewelry, was there, so I went. I had to pick up some of the stuff there. Uh, it was a beautiful day out yesterday and, and kind of uh, collected some other things this weekend. I also stopped at Extra Conchi, uh, Extra Boutique in Conchahawken. Uh, they're giving a really cool accessory to the box. Uh, and then I walked in today, and uh, Stateside Vodka had dropped off uh, what they're putting in the box. Which is Yeah, which is pretty cool. All right, we'll get to that in a little bit. And last week, before we left on Friday, I was like, there were some cookies left on my... Oh, yeah. my God! There were some cookies left on my desk, and I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, okay, blah, 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 blah. And so we, we get done with the with the show, and I was getting ready to leave, and I'm like, you know what, I'll, I'll try one of these. And I, I came <laughs> to you, you Kathy. I'm like, I'm like, this is stupid good. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, the, first of all, they're bizarrely misshapen. Is this Carney's cookies? This is Carney's cookies, they're, yeah. They, they look just like lumps of dough. You know, they, like they homemade. Don't look, they don't look like a standard, you know, cookie. Yeah. And I started eating this, and I'm like, oh, my Ooh. God. 
I'm like, like in my, my that voice in my head was going, "Oh my god, oh my god. this is like next level good." So uh, I yeah, took I one of them home this weekend. I went to the movies yesterday and I took one with me. Oh, one was able to make snack. the trip home because both yeah. mine stayed here oh, in my right. stomach. Yeah. So they're going to be there too, right? Yes, Carney's Cookies wow. will be there as well. Yeah, and listen, okay. everybody's go- coming to the event and they're going to set up a table. So uh, whatever you're getting in uh, Kathy's bitch box, uh, obviously you'll be able to take that home with you. But if there's other items that these people have, they're going to have everything set up, you'll have the option to kind of shop at the event as well. Cool. So we'll start stepping up the giveaways uh, in regards to that. We are going to have on the program, as far as guests go, uh, Kim Wayans. She is of that dynasty, the Wayans family. Yeah, and we have never met her, in, no. at least in studio. She's got a show called An Act of God, which is at the Bristol Riverside Theater, and it opens up on the 17th. So she's going to stop in this morning. Very cool. And we will spend some time talking to her about that. Uh, and then on top of all that, the A to Z is happening. Uh, so we are in the ends, or I'm sorry, no, I'm, the thes. We're in the thes, but then the, and then an n uh, <laughs> after that. So there's a whole lot of songs that start with the word the, and then we go in alphabetical order of the next word, and we're we're coming back with a toe tapper, man. One that's just honestly, Woo! this is this is the party song. What a way to start off a Monday. It's a little bit of a slower song, but anyhow. It's Not unless short. you're an addict. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but uh, really good songs coming up this morning. I'm excited uh, to continue on the Back to School A to Z and only in the T's. we got a few more days left to go, man. I, yes, yeah. I agree. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second, and I will uh, give you the entertainment stories you so desire. We shall return shortly. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so I'm going to do a stupid question this morning, and we are going to give away a pair of sweet tickets for the 100th race at Dover International Speedway. It is October 6th, by the way. And the question I have here this morning... The Malvern School. What's made of Malvern? Curious minds, happy hearts, and a lifelong love of learning. Teacher-owned and teacher-led since 1998. Now enrolling for fall. Schedule a tour at malvernschool.com. Preston, back to you. All right, thank you, Kathy. Very well done. And the crowd goes wild. Uh, <laughs> elephants are sometimes called pachyderms. What does that word mean? What does pachyderms essentially mean? Two one five two six three. And don't say elephant, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got that part. What, what does it actually specifically mean? Yeah. Pachyderms. Yeah, two one five two six three. WMR was not aware of this uh, particular uh, interpretation of that. So. I'll uh, get some birthdays while we are awaiting your answer. Today is Monday, September 9th, and Adam Sandler has his birthday oh, today. He's having a uh, another big career resurgence yeah. with his relationship with Netflix. Yeah. His movie. I watched his last one they did with Jennifer Aniston. And? It's good. Okay. It's, you know, fun. I haven't heard... Nobody's motivated me to watch it. Yet, yeah. Because I've heard the same thing. Yeah. Right. You know, but. But for free at home, well, for sort of for free. Right. At right. home, it's uh, it's a good watch. Okay. All right. And I do like her an awful lot. And she's, uh, so anyhow. Uh, yeah, he's doing, he's doing well, as always. 53. I'm, he, he has made so much money over the years. From a guy who started with, oh, you know, yeah. and all that. Yeah. And, and, and then parlayed that. Uh, and uh, uh-huh. He was wow. on, on remote control. Is that what he was on? He was on remote control. Yeah. Um. Uh, 
Um, I, I, I listen. He's a good guy. Like he, 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 you know, gives parts to his buddies and all that sort of. He stuff. He was nice. We I were like we were at a, a Pips Comedy Club. There are a couple of shows there years and years ago in Sheepshead Bay, and he he had already established a little bit. He had a little bit of a career going, and he couldn't have been nicer to me. At, yeah. You know, just up and coming. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's the legend, and it's, it's truth. 53 today. Hugh Grant, uh, the actor, is 59 years old. You think of Hugh Grant. For all the work that he's done, when the name first comes to mind, what do you think of? Uh, well, I know what you think of, yeah. which is the uh, the prostitute. Right. Name. Divine Brown. Yeah, that's who it was. That's okay. it, yeah. Yep. Uh, so uh, he is on the edge of 60, 59 years old. He was in something not that long ago, if I recall. It was a, um, was it a Netflix movie where he plays a British politician? I think that might have been yeah. it, yeah. A very English scandal. That's okay. it, yep. Uh, Michelle Williams, the actress, is uh, from Dawson's Creek and Brokeback Mountain and Oz the Great and Powerful, was with Heath Ledger. Her f- couple of minutes in uh, Manchester by the Sea. I know. You know, she has a, a breakdown on screen that's one of the most incredible pieces of acting I've ever seen. Well, no kidding. Think, when I think of that movie, <clears throat> I, I automatically think of that scene because it's just uh, super emotional and, and very well acted. She's a, just apologizing for you know a, a horrible incident that happened in, in their lives together, and, and it'll just rip your heart out. Yeah, that's a uh, it's a bit of a downer movie. It's right? a complete downer. But okay, it, it I've actually never seen has it, yeah. because it has, of that. Uh, it has uh, you know uh, it actually I think it has an up ending. Okay, thirty nine today, uh, Michelle Williams, Eric Stone Street from Modern Family. How great. great! How great is he? So freaking funny. Yeah, he's uh, forty eight years old today. Uh, actor Henry Thomas. He played Elliot on in the movie E.T. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what else he did. He's done a few things. He, he was in a, um, he was actually in the, uh, The Conjuring. No, not The Conjuring. He was in, uh, Haunting, um, of Hill House. Okay. He's in that. Uh, he's 48. Oh, today. you had a question last week or the week before, Preston, about, uh, Legends of the Fall. He was one of the brothers in that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Did not know. And, uh, let's see. Rachel Hunter. Oh. oh. My goodness. Yeah. Man, did I have a thing for her. Stacy's mom. Yep. Oh, we played that yesterday. That video is phenomenal. Yeah, really? In the, in the A to Z? Yeah, okay. I, I, forget, I think maybe uh, Blake had it during his you show. You know what? Okay, so she's also, she has like a um, a reality show. It's kind of like a travel show. Really? And it's pretty damn is it? good. I caught it by happenstance one day, and I'm like, all right, it's Rachel Hunter. I'll hang out here for a minute. It was actually really good. She huh. traveled around and and tried out different beauty products, as you would imagine, you know. And now uh, you're talking my language. But it was really, mm-hmm. it was enjoyable. Look. It was the production was really well done, and uh, she was a charismatic, very charismatic, affable host, and huh. uh, she's still stunning. She's 50 years old today, so a big happy birthday to Rachel Hunter. Used to be married to Rod Stewart, right? For a number of years, yeah. yeah. And then the last birthday, a buddy of ours. Senator Chris Coons hey. of the small wonder of Delaware <laughs> celebrates his 56th birthday. Tax-free today. shopping. Tax-free shopping. Go out and buy yourself something tax-free today. The first state. <clears throat> the first state, yeah. And so uh, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Chris Coons, and happy birthday to you. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. Uh, elephants are sometimes called pachyderms, and what does that word mean? Two one five two six three WMMR. I'm going to go to Tom see if we can get an answer. Hey Tom, how you doing, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Good, Tom. What does pachyderm mean? Uh, it means thick skin. Thick skin, yeah. yeah. <laughs> very correct, sir. Hang on. Very correct. Very that correct. is that very is correct. Very correct. correct. That is so very correct. <laughs> 
Come, we got you. Let me give you a pair of tickets of, in fact, they're sweet tickets for the 100th race. They're very sweet. At Dover International Speedway on October 6th, and you can help celebrate 50 years of Dover International Speedway. Tickets and info at doverspeedway.com. So hang on, we'll get your information. All right, let's see what we're going to start with. Uh, The box office, number one was It Chapter 2, made $91 million. It's pretty uh, good, especially since it's almost a three-hour movie, right? Yeah, Marissa saw it and uh, sent me a good review. She said it was kind of it was it was good. Yeah, it didn't, didn't blow her away, but uh, I've kind of heard that as well. That's uh, you know worth worth seeing. I am. I'm yep. going to see it. Yeah. Yep. Me too. Uh, second was Angel has fallen, fallen, followed by Good Boys, The Lion King, Overcomer was fifth. Uh, That's a porn movie. It is <laughs> Overcomer. I'm so sorry. I, <laughs> usually, usually not that much. <laughs> All right, it's the Peter North story. Exactly, son. You've got a hit. You've got a future in pictures. <laughs> I have a feeling it was. It's the exact opposite of that because I've never heard it's, of it. It's a spiritual movie it's a spiritual about movie, about overcome. Right? Yeah, it's, so it's about a a girl on a track team, and it's what do you not mean? A porn it's movie the opposite of that. <laughs> Be, all right, you're, this is like a Peter North. You movie. know when that happens, yeah. you scream, "Oh God!" Yeah, this I, is a. Uh... I thought you meant as in uh, very little, as opposed to no, <laughs> no, that it was a religious movie. Yeah, because oh. I because I had never heard of it. Uh, it's got like a religious sort of sound to it. Uh, it's fifth in the box office. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and the movie that it's from the creators of the War Room. Yeah. I I watched that movie and I was a sucker for it. Really? Really? Yeah, yeah. What's the War you. Room about? It's just about families. It's really just a family story of a couple of families and how they deal with certain things. And it's nice, you know. All right. Overcomer. No Peter North. <laughs> Five. Uh, number six was Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, seven is the Peanut Butter Falcon. Uh, followed by scary stories you tell to tell in the dark. Ready or not was night, and then Dora and the Lost City of Gold rounded out the top ten. Let's start with Felicity Huffman. She has pled guilty uh, to paying fifteen thousand dollars to get her daughter's SAT scores boosted and apologize for her role in the college admissions scandal. In exchange for the plea deal, prosecutors want her to serve one month in prison. And pay a $20,000 fine. I'm sure the prison thing won't happen. More than likely, because it's almost, especially now when they send people to jail, you know, when they have yeah. in the past, they're in for like an hour and then they release them. Yeah. Huffman's legal team filed a 161 page legal memo asking the judge to give her a year probation and 250 hours of community service. Uh, including in the memo, included in the memo is a personal picture of Huffman, including her life at home with her daughters Sophia Macy and Georgia Macy, and the utter shame she feels at the participation in the scheme. I do get from her that she is ashamed. Whenever you see pictures of her, I don't know why. I'm maybe I'm just reading into it, but she does seem to be very contrite. Uh, she admitted in her letter, "I find motherhood bewildering." Uh, in my desperation to be a good mother, I talked myself into believing that all I was doing was giving my daughter a fair shot. My own fears and lack of confidence combined with a daughter who has learning disabilities often made me insecure and feel highly anxious from the beginning. Uh, she also shared her daughter Sophia's horror at the behavior. She said, when my daughter looked at me and asked me with tears streaming down her face, why didn't you believe in me? Why didn't you think that I could do it on my own? I had no adequate answer for her. Because you're stupid. I could only say I am sorry. I was frightened and I was stupid. In my blind panic, I have done the exact thing that I was desperate to avoid. I have compromised my daughter's future, the wholeness of my family, and my own integrity. Mm. Yeah. 
Uh, her husband, William H. Macy, and co-star Eva Longoria also testified to her character. Bill well. Macy's testimony was, it's all her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't do nothing. Dude, dude, you know how they get, right? <laughs> bitches, right? <laughs> bitches, right? That's his testimony. <laughs> bitches, right? Can I talk to you in my chambers for a second? Yeah. Uh, Kevin Hart was riding in what experts tell TMZ was a death trap before it crashed. A suicide rap? The 19... You gotta yeah, get out while you're young. young. Uh, the 1970 Plymouth Barracuda that he snapped up for his 40th birthday in July lacked essential key safety features. And when the car crashed over Labor Day weekend, horrific injuries resulted. Car experts tell TMZ that it is highly unusual for cars with 720 horsepower to be outfitted without a roll cage and five-point harness. Hart suffered three spinal fractures when the car crashed through a fence in Malibu Hills, and he's facing uh, months of rehab after surgery, and reports claim that uh, movie projects are up in the air as a result of the accident. It, it was a, it, um, I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a beautiful car, though. It's a Barracuda, right? Yeah. Yeah, gorgeous cars. Awesome, yeah. Uh, yeah, Case, I don't know if it rolled over or not, but, you know, obviously you get that extra yep. protection in the uh, in the cockpit if you well, have that surrounding you. Because he's so short. If that had anything to do with him, like if he, if he rattled around in, inside, well, I mean, would he have been hurt more? I don't know. Had he, he was in taller? his safety seat. <laughs> uh, the car's driver, Jared Black, was determined to not be under the influence of alcohol. He was also injured seriously in the crash. And Doctor Phil, who has a souped-up Chevy, is reportedly planning to install safety harnesses because of Hart's mishap. I'm concerned. Yeah, so it uh, it put that on his radar. Mm. And he's going to fix up his Chevy. We almost lost Kevin Hart. The world can't stand losing me. Yeah, so I guess maybe his Camaro. I don't know what he's got, but uh, he's going to... Re- Who knew Dr. Phil was a speed junkie? Reinforce it, yeah. But this car had like 300 horsepower more than it normally would, right? I think. It, like, oh, the, yeah. The factory was like 420, which is a lot, obviously, but this one was a souped-up version. Yeah. Well, people, Big I time. guess the guy who had been driving, um, it was one of those cases, Preston, as what happened with, um, with uh, from the Fast and Furious, Paul... Uh, mm. What the hell was Walker. Walker. Walker, yeah. That the guy who was driving the car in that case with the Porsche, it just it just pulled out, got away from them. Yeah. And, and that he just basically drove off the uh, the road. Yeah, you know? yeah. You got to be careful when you have all that power. Amber Heard and Johnny Depp are still duking it out. Oh, man. Heard has uh, hired lawyer Roberta Kaplan in a bid to get a $50 million, $50 million suit filed against her by her ex-husband, Johnny, tossed. Now, Depp filed suit in March, three months after Heard published an op-ed in the Washington Post alluding to backlash that she received after accusing Depp of abuse. Uh, she didn't name him, but the reference was obvious. Um, Depp has long denied the claims and has accused Heard herself of abuse. In her motion to dismiss, Kaplan argues, fundamentally and contrary to, contrary to the premise of Mr. Depp's case, it was not about him and what he did to Ms. Heard during their marriage. It was about her and what happened to her after she came forward. It was So it was not about him hitting her. It was about her being hit. I, dude, I don't know what it's all about. <laughs> it's It's gone back and forth enough times because she claimed abuse from him. He claimed abuse from her. Uh, you know, I don't know, man. Can they come to terms on this and uh, just get no. it? Because the more that it's out there, he's trying to fight the bad press for, from something that he's keeping going. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Well, uh, Pretty Little Liars star Holly Marie Combs married her longtime boyfriend. Yay! Restaurateur <laughs> Mike Ryan. 
Uh, they got married in Carmel, California. Uh, the pair met at his L.A. restaurant, Zoc, in 2000. You go to Zoc, too? And it's spelled X-O-C. I'm wearing two Zocs right now. Do you think that's pronounced Zoc? I'm going Zoc. Yeah. yeah maybe. It's pompous enough. Because the... It's, They're underneath my zoos. It's, uh, it's... It's a capital X and then a small O and C. So I go with Zoc. Zoc, yeah. Because X-Zoc would be yeah. bizarre. Yeah. Uh, Combs met him five years ago after splitting from her second husband, husband with whom she shares sons Finley, Riley, and Kelly. Mm. So It's uh, delightful. She got married. I guess the first husband doesn't want to mention. Mm. Project Runway alum and uh, Bay Area fashion designer Chris March passed away at 56 years old. I'm not familiar. Neither don't, was don't I. Project Runway, but uh, he has he did do some pretty great uh, works for people. Uh, cause of death was reportedly a heart attack. Jeez. Uh, he is most known for custom pieces for celebs like Beyonce, Meryl Streep, Lady Gaga, and Madonna. So he's dressed the most famous of them all. Uh, he has been battling health issues since suffering a debilitating fall in his apartment in June of 2017. So, Falls, man, right? Yeah, you, yeah. you know, they, uh, that's whenever you go to the doctor and you're getting anything done, or you have any sort of procedure. They you, ask if you fall. If you've fallen, you fall, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, I guess um, maybe it's a sign of uh, uh, you know if, if you're having trouble with your motor skills, right? They want right. to know about that, so yeah. Uh, Christina and Aunt Anstead. I had to look them up. This is from uh, Flipper Flop. Yes. Uh, she, she used to be Christina El Mossad. Is that uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So she's now Christina and married to a guy named Aunt. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, has her own show, her own uh, her own standalone show. So they have welcomed their first child together. Yes! Hudson London. Hudson London. Hudson London is the child's name. All right. Uh, and Aunt tweeted Saturday morning, one day after welcoming their newborn, I always wanted to know what 12 minutes of sleep feels like. Uh, and now I know. Morning, Hudson, he wrote, adding love-filled emojis. Mm, uh, very sincere. Christina shares an image of Hudson. Uh, and Christina shares Brayden James and Taylor Reese with her ex-husband, uh, Tarek. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Uh, Tarek. 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 It's Zoc. You used to watch that show. I did, but like I, I you blocked it out ever since they separated. I don't really care about people's names and <laughs> things. Like I really don't. I don't care about your name. I, I really, I don't. You know, Chip and Joanna Gaines. It took me forever to like remember why their do you names. Care, why do you care about their names so much? Because I actually like them. Okay, and they're a good couple. I like those guys. These but guys, they had issues. Uh, I just I didn't really like their on screen chemistry. I was never... he was he the one case who was spotted that uh, uh, he had he, like cancer? Yeah, thyroid cancer, and a yep. nurse who was watching the show spotted a lump in his throat. Yeah, yeah. and told him to get it checked, and it saved his life. Mm. Uh, so anyhow, Fun fact. Uh, the kids that uh, she shares with the ex are Braden James, who is four, and Taylor Reese, who is nine. Now they got a new one. Uh, the new couple has a new kid. Uh, so it took Eddie Murphy more than a decade to get a movie about Rudy Ray Moore. Oh, I love this. Judging by the response to the film at the Toronto International Film Festival, the wait was worth it. Dolomite is my name. Drew some of the best reviews of Murphy's career following the film's premiere over the weekend in Toronto. This is great, because yeah. we, we used to play Dolomite clips all the time. Yeah. Uh, Murphy's last two leading performances, 2016's Mr. Church. I didn't even remember that. And 2012's A Thousand Words, 
uh, were little seen and little loved. But Dolomite is my name was a passion project for the 58-year-old comedian. He long ago met with Moore, who died in 2008 at the age of 81, uh, to discuss making a movie about the comedian. Uh, Moore's famous character, the straight-talking kung-fu-fighting pimp Dolomite, <laughs> was his stand-up persona and star of the 1975 uh, exploitation classic Dolomite. I didn't know he did that as a, as a stand-up persona. Yeah, and, oh. and it became this film series. Case, do we have any Dolomite clips in there? Or? I don't know. It's been ages since we've played it. Put my foot up your ass. Put my hush puppies up your ass. Yeah. Uh, So he said, Eddie Murphy said, I never let go of the idea. It was always something that I thought could be a great movie. And I had been sitting on the couch, and it took some some time to do nothing, Murphy said. It goes back to when Rudy was alive. I literally went to see him at a club, and it just didn't come together. And there was no Netflix back then. So Dolomite is my name, by the way, directed by Craig Brewer, who did Hustle and Flow, will be released uh, by Netflix in theaters October 4th and then begin streaming on October 25th. So they're going to do the screens first. Yeah. And then they're going to do it at the uh, on the, the streaming service. They're doing this now also with like uh, Scorsese's The Irishman. They're, that's going to get a very sort of limited run in theaters and then it's going right up on Netflix. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. By the way, it is written by Scott Alexander and Larry Karashevsky. Uh, they wrote Ed Wood. Oh, that's excellent. Yep. So that's pro- that's in my. I'm going to put that in my top ten favorite movies. Uh, Wesley Snipes is playing director uh, Derville Martin. Uh, a few other people are on board. I, I think uh, Keegan Michael Key is in this as well. So it's yeah. probably going to be a lot of uh, people that you recognize. Excellent. Cool. Yep. Constance Wu is opening up about Hustlers based on the real story of Rosalind Keough. She tells Deadline that I was looking to play a character who was really lonely because I think loneliness is pervasive in our culture right now. Uh, I think it was just an interesting role to play. The way that Destiny manifests her loneliness at first is Mm. by saying, I don't want to be, I don't want to need anybody. I want to be independent. I don't <laughs> give a f- I think Destiny is a stripper, by the way. Yeah, you know what, though? To that point, there was, I was reading an article today about um, uh, millennials and, and senior citizens, and they were measuring the average amount of time that a good portion of people in those groups go without talking to anyone else. Like, being alone, being isolated, you know? Really? And, and it's uh, it's... That's an issue. It makes you sad to think that that's going on. Uh, she said when really uh, she does want friends and wants people to love her. So that's really what drew me to it. She continued saying strippers are often prejudged based on their occupations. Because they're strippers, right? Yeah, because they're strippers. And what's <laughs> yeah. cool about this movie is that we explore the human stories behind this preconceived notion of what an occupation is. Uh, when you explore somebody's human story, you understand why they might make the choices they make. I don't <laughs> give a f- I think she's gorgeous, though. Constance she Rope, is, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be her, Jennifer Lopez, Julia John Stiles. Samos. No, not John Samos. Julia Stiles. Okay. Uh, Lily Reinhardt, uh, Kiki Palmer. John, John Samos. Lizzo. Love Lizzo. Who's Lizzo? She sings that song, Juice. She's a larger African-American woman. She's hilarious. She's really funny. She plays the flute, and she's a rocker and a rapper. She's awesome. All right, and Cardi B. Are all going to be in Hustlers. You should get on the Lizzo train, Preston. I should? Yeah, yeah. I think you'd like her. Okie dokie. All right. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) Or not. (laughs) He he won't. 
Uh, Paramount Pictures has uh, snagged Brilliance, the adaptation of Marcus Sakey's novel with uh, star Will Smith and C. Akiva Goldman writing the script. Ah. Uh, the pair will co-produce with James Lasseter and Shane Salerno. Uh, the Brilliance novel trilogy is set in the future when non-neurotypical people are demonized as threatening the status quo with their gifts. What does that mean? It's about time for this movie. What are we the talking hell to Kiva does that mean? from uh, the uh, Lonely... Lonely Island? Yeah. I don't know. You can do a quick check on that because that would Maybe be he's a, hanging uh, out with Lizzo. I don't, <clears throat> I don't know these people. No. I don't know. You just report on it now. Okay, Kiva Goldsman, he wrote uh, Beautiful Mind. Oh, uh, all right. All right. Well, there we go. That's different. Uh, let's see. That's <laughs> different. In a few D weeks, in a box. In a few weeks, uh, Sunnyside is debuting on NBC, and a sneak peek drops uh, dropped on Friday. It hails from uh, executive producers Cal Penn and Mike Schur. Uh, Penn stars as a disgraced city councilman who has totally lost his way till these five immigrants from five different backgrounds hire him to help them study for their citizenship test. And as he explains in the next preview, Sunnyside premieres Thursday. September 26th on NBC, so that's a new show. What happened to that series where the uh, It Takes a Village or whatever the hell it was, where, where people live in the apartment complex? We had some of the mm. cast members in here. Is that still on? Or The Village? Was that, that it? it was I called? think it was called The Village, yeah. Dude, I have no idea. There are so many shows. There's no way I've... I, I don't think it's just come and go. Stuff. It's just too much. Impossible. Yeah. I mean, you, you, we were talking about this, you and I, at the Lizzo concert the other night. I know, yeah. I know. And I could barely hear what you were saying. Uh, so, Stardust is a film based on David Bowie's early days and has snagged multiple pre-sales uh, deals. I think I talked about this in Music News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Johnny Flynn, it's it's going to be um, when he created his alter ego, Ziggy Stardust. Uh, Johnny Flynn stars as Bowie. Mark Maron is co-starring and his publicist Ron, as his publicist, Ron Oberman. This guy who's playing Bowie, uh, you guys might remember him from uh, Tango and Cash. He had the huge chin. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that guy died. I know. <laughs> was <laughs> that guy? Yeah, it's really strange that they would pick him as the <laughs> David you Bowie. Why would you pick that guy? Portrayer. Uh, Disney's upcoming Disney Plus streaming service will reach 82 million subscribers by 2024. That's according to a forecast from Digital TV Research. Owned by Disney. Uh, they said Netflix's dominance of global uh, video on demand is falling, although the company will add 79 million subs between 2018 and 2024. They're building a Navy. To take its deal into, uh, take its total to 219 million, it said in its report. And Simon Murray, principal analyst at Digital, Digital TV Research, noted this comes despite the onslaught from new global players. So here's the deal. The uh, Netflix, their biggest strength, is their original programming. The Disney streaming service comes on with all sorts of yeah. highly anticipated original programming. Yeah. It's going to be a formidable option. Yep. Yep. All right, so Netflix has locked me out a couple of different times, uh, most recently last night, because two other people were watching something. Um, Did you get the family plan? Yeah, you have to have a certain amount of devices. Well, that, I have a certain amount of devices. That's... Do, what, do you pay the basic, or there's there's like a family plan that allows multiple multiple devices to be on it at once? I don't know. Like I, I have it; it's part of my my Xfinity package or whatever. I just wanted to watch something as I was going to bed. And do you think it has something to do with your uh, inability to remember names? 
It's not my inability. It's my lack of care. Okay, you don't care. No, yeah. it's the number of devices. The same thing happened to me, and, and it'll it'll knock you right off if somebody else is watching. Right. Go go into your uh, your account and your preferences or, or your settings and see what plan you have. Yeah. Um, I was uh, walking around my house in my underpants last night going, who's watching Netflix? Because it was bedtime. Who's watching Netflix? Who's watching Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> Was anybody watching? Mm, no, I think my wife was downstairs watching Netflix, but my kids should have been in bed. None of them were watching Netflix. I think maybe somebody was like uh, uh, down the shore watching Netflix. Or so something. here you, you know, go, like you in laws have... or something like that. I don't even know, but the optimum plan is fifteen ninety five a month, fifteen ninety nine a month, and that is uh, four screens at a time, HD and Ultra HD available. Download videos on four phones or tablets. Okay, so four screens at a time, at a time, yeah, at a time, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, and then one last thing. Will Poulter will lead the cast of Amazon's Lord of the Rings series. I like him. Uh, the show, based on uh, Tolkien's iconic series of novels, is locked in secrecy. Huh. Uh, and Markle Cavanaugh was the first person to be cast. So I really don't know anything about what this is going to be about. Uh, I hope it's good. That's what I hope. Oh, the Watchmen, I believe, is the series is premiering in just a couple weeks. Awesome. I can't. I hope. It, I hope they do it justice. Please do yeah, it justice. I know. I don't want them to, to ruin it. All right, uh, we're ready for clips, folks. So Lodge Forty Nine follows the life of optimistic ex uh, of an optimistic ex surfer as he joins a fraternal order to live a happier life. In this clip, Wyatt Russell discusses the charm of the lodge. Here we go. These lodges used to be cores of the community where they have bingo nights and they have all of these different things for people to come in the community and be together. Now with phones and email, internet, you just can't be together as much as you used to be because your time is being sucked away. Dude, you got the best barrels ever, dude. Just like you pull in and you just get spit right out of them and you just drop in and just smack the lip. Drop down. Snap. And then after that, you, you just drop in, just ride the barrel, and get pitted. So pitted like that. Uh, Lodge 49 airs at 10 p.m. tonight on AMC. Here's the next clip. Months after announcing his cancer diagnosis, Alex Trebek is in great spirits and ready for another season. In this clip, the Jeopardy host assures viewers of his loyalty to the show. Unless you're dead... If you made a commitment to an important group, an important association, and a lot of people are counting on you, a lot of people are coming here because they expected me to be here, mm-hmm. uh, unless I'm dead, I'm coming. And I arranged to come. Yeah! Season 36 of Jeopardy! premieres tonight at 7 p.m. on 6 ABC. So they're doing the repeats on Jeopardy! and sometimes you'll sit there, and I'm, I, I watch the repeats over, you know, it's just such a ritual to watch Jeopardy! and uh, something will come up about uh, Italian opera, and I'll know the answer, and I'll be like, how, do, how did I know that? How did I know that answer? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a repeat! They have, you know, you can go back and watch seasons of that, yeah. which is great, because I don't watch every day. I used to watch every day. And when you go back and watch an old one, it's like watching something new, which is cool. Yeah. If you if you missed it, so I love that show. All right, uh, and that's it. That's the entertainment report for today. We are doing the back school A to Z, of course. Here on MMR, we are in the letter T, and we have gotten to a subcategory of the word the. And uh, Chuck D'Amico, one of the heads uh, at putting that together, 
has really stayed with the making sure that the word the has been incorporated into the first word of the title. Uh, it's a difficult process. Yeah, yeah. So we have a lot of interesting, uh, uh, a lot of interesting entries this year, and uh, we're going to continue into those. So the thes are where we are. We'll take a break. Come back in a second with that. We're also going to have guest wise Kim Wayans. Uh, in our studio this morning. Yes, from that family, the Wayans uh, group. At that point, we will have had all the senior Wayans siblings in except for the one that doesn't perform, I think, Nadia. Maybe so, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're going to take a break, come back in a moment, make sure that you stay with us today on this Monday morning. Philly Burger Brawl is back. Who will be crowned best burger in the city? You decide. Mm-hmm. This is a tasty burger. Sample some amazingly creative and tasty burgers from over 50 area restaurants. Join us this Sunday at the Navy Yard Parade Grounds for three hours of burger bliss. Each ticket gets you a free beverage and on-site experiences with fun vendors. VIP tickets get you an extra hour and unlimited beverages in the VIP lounge. Proceeds benefit literacy programs through technology in underserved neighborhoods of the Philadelphia School District. Tickets are on sale now. Now, complete details at WMMR.com. I like big balls. Oh, thank you. Uh, I don't know if you guys know or not, but uh, the Eagle season started yesterday. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did that hurt? <laughs> no, no, you were doing it all day yesterday for sure, man. Uh, yeah, home opener was yesterday. Beautiful day. Gorgeous. Ended up being perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, was really excited for Casey. Specifically, because he's the biggest Eagles fan we know. Yeah. And I was really excited for the debut of your new outfit at the yeah. game, but it ended up there was a bit of a snafu. Little bit of a snafu. Uh, I I saw. <laughs> All right, real quick. I, I got an inflatable eagle outfit, right? So I, I, I it's thought huge. It's... Oh, oh, one second. E A G L E S Eagle. So. A few months ago, I was like, oh, I wonder if they make inflatable Eagles outfits. And I found one online. I'm like, this is what I want. Sent a picture and a link to my wife. I said, get me this for my birthday. So she got it for me. So I've had this thing since July 4th. I took it out of the package for the first time yesterday You morning. tested it on game day morning? Like an a-hole. I know. So I tried it on at about uh, 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> the freaking fan didn't work in it. Right. Like, dude... Come on, man. So luckily, I have a couple other inflatable outfits in my house. <laughs> How do you send out an inflatable eagle with a broken fan? You, what company does that? You don't. You're selling the entire inflatable eagle industry. Fortunately for Casey, yeah. he had a few more inflatable suits at home. <laughs> Yo, man. You got inflatable Tyrannosaurus Rexes. I, I think it's hilarious <laughs> yes. that we own inflatable suits, though. You, got, know. you, know, you guys probably own more inflatable suits than yeah. regular suits, that, right? Well, you're probably yeah. right. I see what I I own two suits yeah. and three inflatable suits. So, yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> so, um, go ahead. So, I took the inf- uh, the fan out of my inflatable baby outfit, and um, <laughs> and I put it in this one, and thank God it, it worked. Uh, but my head, the head hole was not big enough, so I got to tweak this thing a little bit. Yeah. I didn't get down to the game until almost noon yesterday. I had to wait for my mom to get home from mass, took her a little bit of time, then I had to go get my sister and then my brother. 
Uh, traffic was bad in and around the uh, stadium, so I didn't, like, get into my parking spot until almost noon. I have an image of you like Ray Liotta towards the end of Goodfellas yeah. when he's driving from one place to another. So. <laughs> yeah. So, in his <laughs> eagle outfit. <laughs> then I got to go home, put on my eagle outfit, yeah. drop off the cocaine. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so, it, it just, it, there was just too much going on. The The outfit is too big. I didn't want to be around all those people as they cattle shoot you into the stadium. So I decided to bail. It was probably a better decision than bail I th- because I think, it was pretty hot yesterday, too. I got to tell you something also. I think I think it's a great costume. My issue would have been the person behind you yeah. might have been upset because the oh. your, your your face comes out just about, I guess, uh, though. I Well, w- K- Casey's only about five. You're about five, eight, five, seven, five, we'll eight. Say like five, that. eight, yeah. It would have made you about six, eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, so that's pretty big. I, I wouldn't have this thing fully inflated during the game. You'd okay. have you, it flaccid? No, flaccid during, like, play, and then after touchdowns, then you inflate, and yeah. yeah <laughs> fly, like, eagles fly. That fly, okay. fly yeah. thing, yeah. and then E-A-G-L-E-S, eagles. Would you even fit it? Okay. That's how you do it? Yeah. Okay, so so then you could have sat in the seat with it uninflated, right? Yes. All right. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm yeah, 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 yeah. But it would have been. I mean, listen. The the sun. It was a beautiful, beautiful day. But the sun was beating down on us for a <laughs> while. Actually, my seats are good because from like halftime on, we're in the shade. So yeah. So we're we're pretty good. But uh, and there really wasn't a whole lot to celebrate about until after halftime anyway. But I, I just I made an executive decision to not. Uh, and to not break out the suit yesterday. Uh, but it would. But. There but. Was, Two, I saw two of them in the parking lot. Yeah, there were two of them already there. So Uh, that's, I thought you had a full on original. I mean, it's pretty damn original, but I thought you were going to be the only one. So did I. So did I. But no, I didn't see any in the game, only in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. All right. Will they let you bring inflatable outfits into the game? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wore How is that when they won't let you bring in like like you uh, can't bring a purse, a purse that's not see through, but you can bring a big you inflatable. Could, you could in? put a Lars rocket launcher in that thing. Yeah, I wore uh, the you know that green blob thing that I have. Yeah, that's my that's my third inflatable suit. Right. I wore that into a game a few years ago, yeah. and I found out then that okay, this is pretty hot. You got to wear this when uh, you can actually wear. <laughs> We're we're looking. I'm sorry to interrupt. We're looking at the picture that Casey posted on Instagram. I just I love your pose. Uh huh. Arms up. One front leg kicked out. Your right leg kicked out. You just it looks like you're ready to party. Well, I was walking towards my wife, like kind of like uh, flapping my wings. Right. Yeah. Of course. Um. Think like a, a mating sign. Think like a, there's a. Engine, engine, number nine. Like that yeah. kind of tempo. That's right, kind of yeah. how I was walking down. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, Mary. Right. And then, uh, but what's even better is my neighbors were walking their dog. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Gary, and I, I don't remember Gary's wife's name, but like, my wife's like, uh, she did not seem amused. And, and, I, and I was like, Gary was wearing a Hawaiian Eagle shirt. Like, uh-huh. he totally gets and is totally fine with what it. would have been great, though, yeah. if you guys would have gotten in a shouting match <laughs> on the front yard with you dressed as an eagle. <laughs> yeah. Would you just take the picture already? Chopper we would have been done by now. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. But my we'll wife on the lawn. My wife snapped like five or six photos and in one of the photos, I'll have to send it to you guys. Uh Gary was trying to hide behind my giant outfit, but you just kind of see his head poking out from behind. Mm-hmm. It's a really really funny picture. But uh okay. yeah, all right. So next home game is uh September 22nd. Maybe 
maybe against the Lions, uh, weather depending. All right. We'll, we'll see All if right. I can well, wear th- This might be kind way. of warm if it starts to get chilly. Nice. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. Yeah, I, you- yeah, I went with uh, my, my little brother, my sister, and my mom. Unfortunately, my, my older brother couldn't go to the game because his friend's mother passed away, so he had to go to a uh, um, uh, memorial service. So, so my mom went. And uh, that's like a, that was a big deal. Cool. And my that's mom hadn't cool. been on game in a couple of years. So Are you intrigued and uh, cautiously optimistic after seeing uh, everything We're yesterday? We're going to win the Super Bowl every, every year, Steve. <laughs> every year is, uh, is their year, and uh, this year is no different. So. Yeah. Marissa, Marissa went as well. Yesterday. Yes, yeah. Did you, did you do the, uh, <clears throat> did you get all ripped up, have a good time? <laughs> Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do like a real deal tailgate. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, my, tail- my tailgate has a uh, hype video. I put on my Instagram account yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, we made a whole video just for that. How big is your tailgate setup? Uh, it's an RV, and it's right in the middle of, of the H lot, which is where all like the really nice like tablecloth linens and really nice tailgates are. And we have an RV that's like duct taped together and needs a <laughs> quart of oil every time it goes out. Uh, there's probably about 30 people. Um, we play flip cup. We have a pinata every uh, game. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's, it's some intense tailgating. There was, yeah. There's an article in the Inquirer about uh, about people who uh who commit and how early they show up especially the people with the rvs and stuff like that i love it but like that's way too much work well, you know i i actually like being the person who just kind of shows up like hey dudes yeah <laughs> me too casey you, yeah you have to show up at seven or six o'clock i got corrected yesterday six o'clock to get your spot because otherwise you're just going to be all the way like in fdr and the phillies lot or someplace bad so if you have an rv you have to set up hours and hours ahead of time when like watch the sunrise and that's everybody... a lot of work man and what, what time do you start breaking that down before the game uh we usually take it to the last minute so we stop breaking start breaking down around like 12 30 mm. oh, wow, wow. Yeah. where I were mean, you during the flyover yesterday then were you actually did you make it into the stadium i was walking next to the link and i noticed that it's not technically a flyover it was a fly next to yeah, they go. They don't go directly over top. Yeah. You can see it from inside the stadium, yeah. but yeah. I oh, mean, it's so cool, though. Yeah, it is very oh, cool. Yeah. Seemed like they flew right over my head. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot how uh, drunk you get playing flip cup. By the way, oh. um, my friends uh, said they were actually practicing in their kitchen. Could we like take this stuff really intense? So they were practicing Clearly. in the kitchen that morning. I was not practicing so good. flip cup. Yeah. Okay. Because you don't want to embarrass yourself. Yeah, I guess you don't. <laughs> well. Casey and I tailgate very differently. Uh, no, I used to when I drank, but I don't drink anymore, so like I totally tailgate differently. Yes. You, now it's but, all about but, the inflatables. But I get everybody home safely. That's, there you that's go. my job. Very good. You know what I'm that. saying? And thank you for SEPTA for getting me home safely. Are you the DD case? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. They, yeah. Every tailgate needs one. Now he's the D, the designated eagle. Yeah. I was pretty cool. Uh, in my uh, next to my seats was uh, uh, McLaurin's dad from the Redskins. Um, and even though, like, I don't want to talk about the game because the first half was just bad. Uh, he, his dad got to watch him score his very first touchdown. It was a seventy-yard run back, and he was just going crazy for like the entire quarter. And I'm sure the crowd was supportive, right? Oh, very, oh yeah, very. they love no, that. Actually, <laughs> he, he like he was wearing the jersey and he kept yeah. yelling, "That's my boy." So even though the entire stadium was booing uh because of the touchdown, everybody around him was like high-fiving him. And then somebody oh, cool. showed up with a, a cigar. Just walked over and handed him a cigar. <laughs> An exploding <laughs> cigar. Yeah. Yeah. Here, smoke that up, buddy. Nice. Congrats nice. on your boy. Enjoy. <laughs> cool. Well, it's on, man. It's underway. It's happening yeah. as we speak. Um, I wanted to, there, there's something I heard last week, uh, which I'd never heard of before, Steve, and I, I, I just wanted to bring this up because we're talking about parties and so forth, uh, and, you know, tailgating and barbecuing and all this. We're getting I, into that. I ran into somebody who, who works in our office, and I, I'd, I'd asked her 
what she did uh, the night before, maybe it was over the weekend. She's like, yeah, well, uh, well I went to an I do barbecue and blah, blah, blah. This is kind of skated over there. I'm like, I, uh, hang on a second. What's an I do barbecue? You guys ever heard of that before? No, like, but I have like an idea. engagement party? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I'm going to vomit. But only for people in the wedding party. Right. Okay. So it's kind of where they um, do they ask them to be in the wedding party? Like that's part of the the uh, I'm event. Not, I'm not really sure. And oh, I okay. do barbecue. And I do barbecue. So the, instead of like, so isn't that party usually? It, well, so I've been to like where they invite the bridal party over, and that's wh- you're at a party, and they ask you to be in the bridal party. So is you, that what that is? You're going to a party, and you don't actually know yet until, until you, get, you get to the party, right. and then they say, "By the way, you're all going to be in." Or the- they ask you, yeah. Okay. So do they? So do attendees? They don't know until some point in the evening when... I mean, uh, I think, like, I mean, for the, my brothers, I, I knew. I knew I was going to be in my brother's wedding, but right. yes. And then they, you know, gave us a bottle of wine and on the wine, you know, the, she had put in like a cute little saying asking us to be, you know, it was a, a custom made uh, wine label. And then, you know, it was a cute saying asking us to be in the wedding. I okay. would attend the I'd prefer not barbecue. I'd prefer yeah. not. <laughs> I actually never liked the idea of an, of an engagement party. Uh, and so... You can put a cute little name on it, right, and um, and make things rhyme. And I'm I'm not gonna like it or dislike it any more or any less. Well, that's that's what they do, though. Yeah, that's what whoever they are. There, uh, there's, there must be some counselor, com- commissioner, or somebody <laughs> who puts together like th- with the gender reveal stuff. Now that yeah. went from zero to sixty. Now listen, somebody said chillaxin for the first time, and then somebody liked it, and then they said it, and then somebody else liked it, and now a whole bunch of idiots say chillaxin. I blame right? Kathy because she's an influence. I don't think I've ever uttered that word. <laughs> no, me neither, Kathy. But I hate it so much, and I hate I do barbecue. So uh, I'm wondering it where I'm wondering where this started because there's an article on the knot.com, right, which is a wedding magazine and a wedding website. And so, do you think that they wrote the article thinking that this might be a thing, or did they write the article because it already was a thing? I. Th- think probably they can help boost it by reporting on it right all the not readers uh but uh i don't know usually you gotta something has to have a little bit of traction before you report on it right so yeah i would think so but so so you have you have an engagement party okay okay You, you have i guess now and i do barbecue you have to have a rehearsal dinner the rehearsal dinner is what, it, to me, the, isn't that sort of, that's the wedding party gathering, that's right? That's what now. I always thought right? it was. Well, yeah, but bri- not anymore, because now if you have um, out-of-town guests, uh, if if you're going by, uh, you know, their rules, you mm-hmm. have to invite the out-of-town guests to the, re- uh, to the yeah, the rehearsal dinner. Right. So, but the I do, so, but out-of-town guests I- aren't, uh, who are in the wedding party aren't, in, aren't expected to attend the I do barbecue, I are they? I think the I do bar- barbecue is taking over the engagement party. I don't think you're having an I do barbecue and you're having an engagement party. I think it's sort of one or the other. Really? Yeah. So, you, but you would only invite. Because I do barbecue is an engagement party. Yeah, but you're really? only inviting the people that would be in your wedding party. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I don't know if that's the case. I'm just saying that that is also, I, I've because, been to parties where they only invite the bridal party. Because let's say you have a big engagement party or your your I do barbecue, but you're only inviting some of the people that just are there. Just invite people to be in the direct wedding party. But let's say you have like 50 people there, but you're only, you know, you're only inviting like seven of them to be in your wedding party. That's kind of insulting to the other people that show up. This yeah, is really. useless. That's like saying you have to put every single friend in your bridal party. I think you know who's... But if you're at a party and you're, you're not part of the list there, 
Yeah. And you're just like, oh, I'll just be waiting over here. Yeah. No, and, no, no, and, no. Enjoy your being celebrated by the bride and groom, and I'll just stand over here and have my uh, have my fruit. Yeah. No, I don't think so. So you have all these parties. What are the ones involved with, with having a baby? There's a, there's a shower, the right? The Barbara Briss. The Barbara Briss. But listen, like the I Do Barbecue and the, um, uh, the, the gender reveal, I think, are kind of organized so that you don't have to bring a gift. You're not bringing a gift to, do you know a, what I'm saying? A gender saying? reveal? Yeah, like it's more set up like the barbecue. Like come over for a barbecue. You don't quite know what it is. And but whereas an engagement party is... If you show up without a gift, oh, or at geez. least for me, if I showed up without a gift, I would feel awkward. Okay. Yeah. So so let's say engagement party, you show up, you bring a gift, and then when you go to the wedding, you bring another gift. Yeah. All right, yeah. hang on. I just saw a text that came over. It said, Connor Betts, our, uh, he's a, a assistant producer here, went to an I Do Barbecue. I'd like to know if he brought a gift with him All right. to the I Do Barbecue. Because, Kathy, I think, I think, um, I don't think it's a... I think you have to bring a gift to an I do barbecue. I don't know. Here, well, Connor. Connor's uh, all right. We need an explanation, right clarification, in case I, by by some stretch of the imagination, get invited to an I do barbecue. I want to know what to do. <laughs> Connor, I, d- I did not bring a gift. Okay. Were okay. you aware that it was an I do barbecue before you attended? Yes. Okay. So that and, and it's the premise of the I do barbecue yeah. when it was presented to you that you were coming because you were going to be in asked to be a part of this wedding party. Yes, and I was not a part of the wedding. Party. All right. Did your girlfriend bring a gift? No. Okay. So Connor. when you went. Uh, do you know you, what I'm saying? Like the like the gender reveal is to come. We're all finding out together what the baby is going to be. You're not going to bring a gift to that. The bridal, I mean, the baby shower. Yes, that's the that's the point of a baby shower. Huh. Your, your friends, your family, they're bringing gifts so that you can be prepared it's for when the baby me. comes. Yeah. So, so a reveal party, you wouldn't bring a gift to. No. Why not? Because that's what I'm saying. It's it's not a party where you're. I, I'm assuming. I, I'm sure some people do, but for me, that's not where you're bringing the gift. You're bringing it once you either know, know what the baby is, or they're registered for their gifts, mm. and you're bringing it to the shower. That's that's the gift giving party. I think we're being manipulated. By the way, his text says Connor prefers to be called Moose. <laughs> yeah. What's that all about? Uh, that's just a nickname from high school. Oh, I, did. <laughs> I did not know that. High okay. school and to college and everybody calls okay. me. Okay. Gotcha. So. Well, I didn't know that. Nice to meet you, Moose. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice you. so, Moose, what was it like at the I Do Barbecue? Uh, well, I didn't bring a gift, one, because uh, they are wealthy and yes. I mm-hmm. am poor. Right. So, uh, I think my mom might have brought a gift, but I uh-huh. didn't. And so, who is who with the cluster that you w- attended who was asked to be in the bridal party? Um, it was uh, my friend's brother's engagement party, I guess. So then we huh. were all friends with him, and it was a bunch of my friends, and then I was not asked. Did they line I, you I was, up? I was back up. Did they line you up in a row and then yes, <laughs> no? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's like picking no. for kickball. Right, yeah. Right? Yeah. No. And then, Connor, you're there with the caterer standing there. Uh, yeah, it was me and the caterer yeah. uh-huh. and the dog. Right, yeah, yeah. On the side. These are the ones... These are the ones who will not be in our wedding party. <laughs> Shame them. Sorry, Moose. Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? But you didn't go to the party expecting <sighs> to be asked to be in the bridal party, right? No. Yeah. Not even a little bit? No. no it's with how good you every, look in a gown? You don't have every friend you know in your bridal party. No, but I'm saying this seems this seems oddly... It's, it is like being picked for teams in school. No. And yeah. you're left out of it. <laughs> no. It's like, it, why not break up into shirts and skins? Hey, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. Somebody had said something about a... And I lost the text here. It was, it was something about... A, they call it a sprinkle... 
Did you yes, see that? that's, that's when, when you have incontinent. a baby shower. Because um, usually you only have one baby shower. When For babies, you... there's a thing called a sprinkle, it says here. What's yeah. that now? Yeah. So when you have a baby, when you have your first baby, that's typically when you get your baby shower, and then that's it. You have other kids after that. You're not having a shower for every single baby you have. But if there's a little bit of time in between, or say you've had, you're now having, you had a boy first and you're now having a girl and you don't have any of the girl items, your friends or your family, instead of throwing you the big shower, they throw you a smaller party called a sprinkle. I never Uh, knew that. (laughs) I always thought that for each baby, you would get a full-blown baby shower. For each baby? Right. No, first baby. No way. Okay. Yeah. I, right, Case? Yeah. yeah. No, first I, baby. I agree with you. So you don't, yeah. like, down the line get a baby shower for each baby you get this sprinkle? Sometimes you'll get, if, if there's been a number By the of, way, here it's a Jimmy. If, <laughs> if there's been a number of years in between babies, then sometimes you'll get another shower. But, yeah, I mean, I, I had a sprinkle at my house for my neighbor. She was having a, But she had three girls, so you weren't going to have, like, another big shower. She had all the items she needed, but it was just something nice to kind of give her a few new things. Uh, this is news to me. Never yeah. heard. Never heard. I of am socially inept. Yeah, I'm way out of touch, man. I'd be showing up. I'd be showing up with my uh, gen- to a gender re- uh, 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 an I do barbecue with my gender reveal outfit. Yeah. <laughs> let me go to. Let me go to Martha. Boy girl. <laughs> no, Martha, you're on the air. Good morning. Sorry to bother your work. It's all okay. good. What's up, Martha? Um. So I'm actually getting married in a week. Oh. Um. Yeah. Uh, but I had a party like this. I didn't know it was called an I Do Barbecue, but I did it. I just invited my bridal party. The only people who knew what it was for was my in-laws, my parents, and my best man and maid of honor. And then I asked them all to be in the party, but I did it because a lot of them are from different friends groups, and they don't know each other. So I wanted to give them a chance to get to know each other while they, like, help out, and you know, before they do all the things. All right, so to, to clarify, all the attendees of your particular I Do Barbecue were people that you were, go- that you were going to ask to be part of your bridal party. Correct. All right, so, and then, were there, was there anybody there who is not going to be asked? Okay. I mean, maybe somebody's husband or yeah. something. Yeah, that's like, like the party that I went to. Martha, did anybody bring gifts? No. Not all. one uh, Not maid, one of them. My maid of honor brought a gift for me. That okay. was it. I always feel if you show up at a Thanks. place, if you ever shown up to an event where there, where there were gifts expected uh-huh. and you don't have anything. Well, yeah. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's, it's a party where gifts are expected. It's like having somebody over to your house for a barbecue. You're not going to bring a gift for that. Well, <sighs> my, my wife bring gifts. If we're just going out to dinner with somebody, I know, yeah, she brings she's a little good. gift along. I know. I, like, invite really? her, I love inviting her. <laughs> <laughs> I know suggest something. something. Yeah. Keep some wrapping paper in your car. Mm-hmm. Wrap the tire iron. Yeah, uh, there you go. Look, I got this great. <laughs> if you get a flat, <laughs> these are really good. This for could l- save your love life. Love nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go to Melissa, similar to the last caller. Hi, Melissa. Good morning. Hi, good morning. What's up, Melissa? So I actually had an I do barbecue. Um, the bridal party already knew that they were in the wedding and it was just kind of like a meet and greet for everybody to get to know each other. Okay. Like the last caller, I guess some, um, uh, yeah, a lot yeah, of no people in the party didn't know each other. So what do you do in the dead of winter? When barbecues aren't really appropriate in the middle of oh, you're talking February. about a, you're talking about a typical cook yeah. outside right. Right. thing. Oh, I would do it at a restaurant or something. And then yeah, you could do that. Do you still call really, it a barbecue? A barbecue. Yeah, because it rhymes with I do. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Uh, um, I do barbecue relocated. Man, <laughs> okay. What right, did thanks. all these people do before the I do barbecues? They walked out into the woods. They picked each other. She hunched down, had a baby, and they started a family. <laughs> yeah. How did we ever get along uh, 
without these I do barbecues? Uh, I want to go now. I want to talk about the sprinkle. So <laughs> let me go to Henry. Hi, Henry. Good morning. Hey, man, you guys are really bothering me at work. I'm just trying to work here. <laughs> oh, I'm it's sorry. Okay. Sorry about I'm that. Sorry, Henry. we called. We'll get you at a better time. What's up, man? I, I just uh, sprinkled in my pants a little bit, if that counts. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, we just hosted a sprinkle. Actually, my girlfriend's friend. And this is her second baby, and they had one. And I don't care what the ladies tell you, it's a full-blown baby. <laughs> of course it is. I, thank you, Henry. I had every confidence that despite the classification, like, to, to the ladies, we're all agreed this is going to be low rent, right? Yeah. Now, Right. Now, I have a question for Kathy. So, yeah, yeah. But my girlfriend has a, a child from a previous fella. Now, if we have a child, would it be another baby shower since it's my first kid. You know what? Yeah. I think I think it has a lot to do with what you have. That that was, you know, traditionally what it was supposed to be is so that you don't have to spend all of this money. You know, and most couples can't to buy everything you need for a baby. So it's to help you with those items. So if she still has, I don't know how old the baby is, but if she still has all of the that. Baby's stuff, nine. So so yeah, that that would be long enough. I think yes, you would get your own baby shower. If I was planning it, you guys would get another well, baby shower. At what? At what iteration of this does it simply become a sponge bath? That, <laughs> That's what it, we should start. I'll with. take one of those sponge nice, baths. Nice, like yeah. Thanks, yeah. Henry. I'm planning you a sponge <laughs> bath. <laughs> That's how high You're you welcome. rate. Uh, here you go. Dan has an idea for a party. Hi, Dan. Good morning, sir. <laughs> what's, 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 what's up, Dan? Uh, so they do something for the guys now, too. Uh, this happened for my first kid uh, about two years ago. I was surprised with it. It's called a cases and cases party. Cases and cases? Cases and cases. So a case of diapers and a case of beer. I love All it. your no. male friends and your male family members come over. I love it. Barbecue. Whatever. The better thing would be the F.U. barbecue. Yeah. F.U. barbecue. barbecue. Uh, all right. I don't hate that. Cases no, and cases. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. So that when people come over to visit the new baby, you've got beer to give them and to help you sleep at night. Okay, <laughs> to help you sleep at night. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate it. So, do guys get guys get dramatically get... shortchanged on oh, the yeah. on the party quotient? <laughs> and I'm not I'm not opposed to that. I I, I just um well, it's, it seems there's there have been such a litany of new celebrations added to the roster. Yeah. Yeah, I just, here's the deal, guys. Guys don't appreciate the baby stuff as much as the girls do. Yeah, it almost seems like the girls are getting the gifts, but really they're not. Like the babies are getting the gifts, and then also same thing with the wedding showers. Like even though everything is for the couple, you know, it's guys are like, oh my god, look at this china. You know, look, I will you, tell you, I've heard more women complain about. Is it the bridal shower? Is mm-hmm. it the one where you get wrapped up with? Uh, the, as far as the length of it and, and having to attend and all that listen, stuff. Listen, both of them every single thing are boring. Yeah. yeah. So why why do why does it still continue? Because I because think they ev- need the items. Because it, you're you're getting married. Yeah. You have um, typically you have absolutely nothing, and, and it's, it's their turn. It's and their, you've, exactly. you've paid into the kitty. Yeah. They, yes. They've, they've yeah. done it. They're, you know, for their friends and their family members. And when it comes around time for them to do it, they want their you know they want theirs. their turn. By yeah. the way, at baby showers, do uh, do the ladies not drink because the hell uh, no. What? Well, because she can't drink. I don't care. Okay. No, you, you made drink. the mistake. No, you can... you kept those legs closed, you'd be imbibing right along with her. Here's an event planning tip for you. Don't ever have a party without alcohol. I agree. Yeah. 
Somebody's going to want to get liquored up. Somebody, it doesn't even need to be liquored up, but you need Here. to offer them something. Here's an idea. Have rosé and sausage. Nick just pulled this up. What is what? this, Nick? Well, this is from the I Do Barbecue. Uh, the tips you can do with your with your food bar ah. if you don't want to just have burgers and dogs. Where are the sausages? <laughs> All right, rosé and so- I don't What's the... It Why? says here, sausages right off the barbecue. Okay. Are, Where are the sausages? Are amazing with a glass of rosé. Do you think that's what Moose had at his uh, I Do Barbecue? <laughs> Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? She says, I don't know who she is. It says, the best. <laughs> I don't know who she is. It's best to pair the sausage with a wine with some sweetness, acidity, and hints of oh. fruit. Where are the sausages? Uh, I don't know. Okay. It's what... Um, they say. It's what she says. I'm sure Gus will be that much, it's, as long as it's paired properly. Yeah. Uh, well, I had never heard the term I do barbecue before, but apparently that's another one to add to the list with your uh, with your gender reveals, right. your sprinkles, your your showers, <laughs> your, your engagement golden parties, showers. your golden showers, the... I mean... Butterscotch <laughs> bandits, <laughs> your and that's car nice. overcomers. That's, guys, you're... Combining things that I, don't. It's it's not. Yeah, Overcomer was a movie. We're here for the uh, Hot Carl party. What were you guys guess? I just don't make your wedding more special than it really is. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, or do it since it's your wedding. Uh, yeah. Don't make it more special than it really <laughs> because is. Because it might end up in a murder suicide, you know? Wow. Like, you're not special. Wow. This day isn't special. It might end up. <laughs> they had an I do barbecue, and I- now he's dead. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations! It might end up in a murder suicide. Keith Morrison. It started with an I do barbecue, and ended with where'd you bury the body? Uh-huh. I love it. Wow, so Casey, way to. I love it. Add the love to the conversation. I, I just uh, watched this show on Friday night that. Uh, you know. By the way, how was that? That was, was it, boring. It was man. boring. Oh yeah, no, kidding! It, it was too. the one in, on was, the main line. It was a, a murder suicide. Started with an I do barbecue. <laughs> yeah, he he had an affair, and his wife ended up killing the girlfriend and then herself in the girlfriend's home. In I think it was in Radnor, right, Nick? Yeah, uh, Rosemont, right off uh, Lowry's Lane, and yeah, uh, yeah it was a horrific murder suicide. I think he case he was very like uh, cautious Not- about what he said. He was watching, uh, you know, clearly watching what he said, and there was no like. There was no juicy details. There was nothing to it. It was everything we already read in the news. Okay. Well, the, the, yeah, the, some of the surveillance stuff was supposed to be the weird part about that. Yeah, and right? they didn't even, I mean, they went a little bit into it, but it wasn't even, yeah, so she had, like, tr- GPS trackers on his car, and wow. she had sewn something into his. But it wasn't one of the better. No. Uh, no, you, the weird thing is, is is at the end of it, people were, like, blaming him. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Listen. It's it's all her. Like she was the one who went out and bought the gun. Target practice uh, plotted all this sort of stuff for for weeks and weeks and weeks. Whether uh, he's likable or not, whether he's likable yeah. or not, whether he had an affair or not, it, you don't kill someone. You yeah. don't kill somebody. Yeah, twenty twenty said uh, put you know a question up on Twitter and said, <clears throat> "What do you think? Like who's at fault here?" And uh, there was a lot of people blaming all three of them. Yeah, but we learned from this. Yes, don't have a big fancy wedding. Yeah, because. <laughs> A lot of a lot of marriages end in murder suicide, suicide, according right, to Casey. Right. I didn't say a lot. I said it might. <laughs> Don't it waste might. your it money. Could. On it could. The it's possible. Yeah. However, if yes. you want to get on TV, fifteen minutes of fame. All right. All right. Anyway, uh, let's invite some people to a different kind of party. Here we are talking about how <laughs> unnecessary parties are, and we're having yeah. one. But we're giving you something. This is us giving to you. Exactly. It's. Uh, 
Oh, yeah, a sorority. I'm like, what, what's the tie-in with the music here? Okay, yeah. The collegiate music, it's our sorority. It's Kathy's Bitch Box Party, which, of course, is under the umbrella of the Preston Steve Zeta Ada Zeta Pi sorority. So we're headed out. Once again, to Harris of Philadelphia on the 19th. It's from 6 to 8 p.m. And I would like to invite three ladies who can attend uh, with a friend, 215-263-WMMR. They have to be at least 21 years of age, and we'll get you in. A lot of great products are going to be there uh, for you to not only sample but to take home with you and also a fashion show, and we will all be there too, right, Kathy? Yeah, fashion show by Renee James Boutique in Havertown. Also, a special thank you to Wim Jewelry, the Salt Cave of Doylestown and Newtown, Floral and Hardy, uh, B. Ross, Curry Hair, Skin and Nails, uh, and Extra Boutique in Conshohocken. All right, so three callers right now, 215-263-WMMR. Putting you on the list. We'll be back in a second, and we will get to the B-File when we return, but not before a song from the A to Z, and we are in the the section, T-H-E section of the A to Z. We'll be right back. What's new? Glad you asked. The Black Keys. Greta Van Fleet. Five Finger Death Punch. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Hey, you had your sponsorship ready that time. I did because I realized it's all printed out now. Nice. All right. (laughs) Nice job, Kat. All right. We have the Bizarre File to get to, so here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre File. Brought to you by uh, Gwen and Mercy University, where you can make a difference and a living. Uh, check out their evening open house on Tuesday, September 17th to learn more about their exciting academics, generous scholarships, and deep commitment to service. You can sign up today at gmercyu.edu. That's gmercyu.edu. Well, a 49-year-old man who had a falling out with a friend was sentenced Tuesday to three years of probation. This is a follow-up, by the way, for filling up a plastic toolbox with dog feces and setting it to explode when his former friend opened it. Yeah. Rob Alexander Stout told a judge that he went to a wrecking yard, retrieved an old inflatable airbag, and packed it into a toolbox with dog droppings covering it. He said so when it was opened, it would just blow dog crap on him. (laughs) Police That's say, the master plan. Police say Stout set the device on the back of his former friend's Camaro and that when his friend fell for the trap, it, quote, exploded with such force that it sounded like an M80 going off and the dog crap was blown out of the toolbox. Now, the friend wasn't injured. Tuesday, when Judge Edward Jones asked Stout why he did it, Stout explained that he believed his friend was holding on to some tools of his uh-huh. and wasn't going to give them back. He so said, I thought I'd blow him up. He said, I guess the right way would have been to get a police officer involved. But he said, but you can see my history. I'm not psyched where I'm calling the cops, unfortunately. Stout has 14 previous convictions, Uh, 10 felonies, and four misdemeanors. So that's why he'd be reticent to call the police. Yeah, including dealing or manufacturing illegal drugs and attempting to elude police. He said, so I took it upon myself, rather than be violent like I could have been. Mind you. uh, He said, you know, on the streets... That's the way a lot of that stuff is handled. You do your talking with dog poop. Uh, Stout said that he and his friend used to make similar explosive devices together for fun and that there's a thousand of these videos of people doing the same thing. Stout said that he wasn't trying to hide the fact that he made the toolbox device and that he didn't think of it as a crime. One of the few laughs in the movie uh, Men at Work is that uh, 
They, uh, they, and in fact, they use an airbag. Yep. He said it was uh, just made to hurt his ego and give me my stuff back, <laughs> like a wake-up call. You know what? I should probably give him his tools back. Uh, the judge said that despite <laughs> what Stout thought people uh, do, uh, I'm sorry, despite what Stout thought, people do go to prison for building devices to explode on other people. Yes, I've read about that. And Jones said, we just can't have that. It was a stupid choice and a stupid decision. I realize that now, Stout said. His former friend had arrived in the courtroom. He listened to a little bit and he later left. (laughs) See, he thought he saw a gray area here, Preston, where he was working within the boundaries of the law. Stout uh, pleaded guilty to unlawful manufacture of a destructive device. Police who searched his home also found a short-barreled shotgun and some methamphetamine while they were there. So, Um, it was a ticking time bomb. But he basically is getting probation for this whole thing. So, uh, with the exception of a 2015 conviction of attempted to elude police, his most recent conviction was more than a decade ago. So, so he's on the straight and narrow. He's on the straight and narrow, yep. All right, I'm going to lead this uh, story with a quote. All right. All right, and the quote is, I want my mother effing weed back. (laughs) An Ohio man told the police that at the Sharonville Police Department when he called to report that two police officers had stolen four grams of his, quote, prestige weed. His prestige weed. The department posted an audio clip of the phone call on his Facebook page as a reminder that the recreation, that recreational marijuana is not actually legal in the state. He had told the police, I need to do a complaint about two cops. They stole my effing weed last night. His name was redacted to protect his identity. He went on to say, it was only like four grams. But it was prestige effing weed. And from what I know, 100 grams is cool, right? Well, the officer on the other side said, you're wrong. And he managed to keep his cool during the call. Uh, And he said, the the caller said, dude, where have you been the past two months? (laughs) Two months ago, it got passed at 100 grams. You guys don't take it. No ticket. Why, Why would a police officer know the law? The sergeant informed the man that weed is not, in fact, legal in the county. But the (laughs) caller insists, I'm allowed to have up to 100 grams. I know the law. I know my effing rights. (laughs) The man spelled out his full name to the cops. But when he realized his mistake, he told the cops his wife's name was Marilyn Manson. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's a little too late after giving all the information. Please post it. Regardless of whether or not it was prestige weed, Preston. Uh, police posted the audio with a caption reminding police uh, people that uh, recreational marijuana is still <laughs> illegal in Ohio. You got to check out everything. Check out the laws before you start complaining to the cops. Yeah, probably want to. Uh, did you guys hear this? A 74-year-old woman gave birth no. for the first time to twins, making her the oldest woman to ever give birth. Wow. Uh, the, 74. Yeah, the woman, Aramati uh, Mengayama. And the father... That's uh, what she was screaming during the birth. Yaramati Sitaram Sitaram Rajaro, who is 78 of India, used uh, standard in vitro fertilization. Wow. Uh, The full-term babies were delivered via C-section on the 5th. And they were 15 years old. The couple had tried to conceive through their entire 57-year marriage, but couldn't conceive. Uh, Mengiyama said that uh, about her infertility... Uh, People looked at me with accusing eyes as if I had committed a sin. Neighbors would call me Gadrola or Gadralu, which is a curse word for a childless woman. Really? Uh, However, my husband stood by me like a rock, she said. Her husband said, we are the happiest couple on earth today. We have our own children. 
Uh, they used an egg from a donor and the sperm of the husband. So how? What's the? What are the health of the, the kids? Uh, they're doing fine. Doing fine. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Mangiyama got pregnant after one cycle of IVF. Their doctor called the twins a medical miracle. The wow. twins will be living on their own at the age of eight. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, You better get ahead of the curve on this. They would never do that in the United States. One last story. State police are looking for a man and woman who say they tried to burglarize a house and left their car in the alleged victim's mm-hmm. driveway because it wouldn't start when they tried to get away. <laughs> this isn't working out. <laughs> Troopers said that they were called to a home to respond to a burglary, and they say uh, Jeffrey Pop and Janelle Brink were removing items from the home when they were interrupted by the alleged victim's mother. The two then tried to leave in their car, but it wouldn't start. So they called somebody else to come pick them up while they were there. Uh, tro- yeah, can you pick us up? We're robbing a house and our car broke down. Uh, troopers say that uh, they had the duo's car towed back to the barracks for evidence, and anybody who knows where Pop and Brink are, are uh, where they're located, is asked to call police. The police the took our car during a robbery. Yeah, yeah. and it had and my prestige, prestige weight in it. <laughs> there you go. That's what I have for you in the bizarre file this morning. Uh, let's take a break. Don't forget, coming up a little bit later on, Kim Wayans is going to be in our studio. She's going to be performing at the Bristol Riverside Theater for an act of uh, God. And she is, yeah, a member of the Wayans dynasty. So yeah. She's going to be stopping in today. We're going to take a break. Come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay close. We'll be back shortly. Here, Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Over the weekend, I was uh, just digging around for, you know, prep stuff uh, to talk about on the air. And I, I came across this headline and it says, you know, um, news anchor files $10 million lawsuit against uh, Facebook, Reddit, Giphy, all these big organizations. And I'm like, okay, I'll click on that and see what that's all about. Dude, it's Karen Hep. Yeah, I saw this. What? From Fox 29. I sent it out because it was like, wh- I'm like, what? And, and then uh, you look at the pictures and I'm like. Yup, it's Karen. Yeah. It's Karen. Yeah. Yeah. So the deal was, apparently, uh, these groups, that, according to her lawsuit, were using an image of her without any authorization. And part of what they were using it for were dating and erectile dysfunction ads. And I saw a porn site, too. Yes. Yeah. She was described as a MILF. Yeah, and exactly. Did yeah. you see the picture? I mean, it's it's definitely her. Oh yeah, yeah, it's her. She looks good too. She does. She, she looks does. great. And it was from like a was it like a security camera or no, something like it, that? It was like a convenience store. She says that yeah. she doesn't exactly remember like taking the photo, but that she was in a convenience store in New York City. And I don't know if somebody else took it, if it was a security camera or what. But um, yeah, it's it, just it, her. It's not like a a headshot or, or a promotional yeah. shot. It's just a shot of her in a store. Yep, exactly. And uh, so I've, I've got the, the language in the in the case, which says that uh, uh, she did, uh, she alleges that the defendants uh, usurp- usurpation, I don't know, these are legal words, an unlawful use of her image and the unlawful dissemination and publication of her image on various commercial websites has caused irreparable harm, according to the lawsuit. Uh, the uh, the people in the case are 
owners and operators of other websites and or media outlets whose true names or capacities are not known. Uh, she found out from her co-workers two years ago that a photo of her was being used in online ads for dating sites and erectile dysfunction. Uh, she learned that the photo was taken by a security camera, it says here, at a New York City convenience store. So I don't know what the deal is because she appears to be smiling. Uh, but did not know where or how this had occurred. The lawsuit called that the sexualization of her image and the use of uh, prurient and illicit purposes is abhorrent and disgusting to the point that this has caused serious, permanent, and irreparable harm to her reputation. Yeah, it's... Uh, Yeah, so the lawsuit included multiple exhibits showing the online image and how it was used online. On a porn site, the image was included among a MILF gallery. So, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh-huh. $10 million. So that's, yeah. So damages in excess of $10 million. $10 million, $10 million, $10 million. Yep. $10 million, $10 million, $10 million. Uh, so she's seeking a jury trial, a preliminary and permanent injunction requiring the defendants to immediately remove her image from their sites and accounting of any and all revenue profit the defendants gain from use of the image in question. So they say that uh, the, the um, co-workers became aware of it two years ago, right? Uh, kudos to them for being able to. Yeah. I, I would have, you know, sometimes you just pass by pictures and, uh, you know. Wait, what do you mean? They found out two years ago and didn't say anything that's, to that's, No, no, they did. Right, yeah, yeah, they did, right? Yeah. They, they, so, so they, so they were and she, says, noticing and she was, was made aware of it. It said Hep found out from her co-workers two years ago that the photo of her was being used. Oh, yeah. okay, you're saying yeah. for being able to, like, see that, to know that it's her. To and... just pass by, right. you know, as you're perusing your MILF site or whatever. Your porn sites. Yeah, and, and to say that's Karen. Yeah. I don't know, I hope she gets the money. I yeah, think it's too. ridiculous. Totally. You can't, you, you, you can't go throwing someone's images around in ads Unless you've paid them for that, you know what I mean. It's, we use uh, a picture of Sammy Hagar without without uh, approval. We have, you, you pay for a service. You've got to use the pictures that are that yeah. you're you're licensed to use. Yeah. And in fact, we we go through a service. Was it pe- Petty Images? Is that what is Getty. it? Getty. Getty. Getty Images. Uh, which, by the way, though, if uh, if she were to get that kind of money, which is less than likely, a ten million dollars right. would be awarded, but. That could be the greatest thing to ever happen, wouldn't it? To her. I, I was talking about this over the weekend with a friend of mine, uh, and she was like, take my picture, put it wherever you want. She goes, <laughs> I want in on a lawsuit. Totally. <laughs> totally. This yeah. is the weirdest, though, security picture I've ever seen. She looks, fan- yeah. she she looks, looks fantastic. She looks fantastic. Yeah. She's, but, and it's also, I, it's black and white, so it looks like a, it would be a security camera, and yeah. um, but it's uh, it's just weird. Yeah. It looks like some like somebody was like, "Hey, can I?" Like, was a fan and was like, "Hey, can I get a picture of you?" And she just yeah. kind of smirked real quick. And, or yeah, yeah. do you think? Do you think there was a setup within this place to and secure were, pictures? I don't know. You never know that they were they were the ones that were passing hot pictures along to because it's framed kind of. Well, who knows? Who the hell knows? I don't know. All I know is that the likelihood of ten. Listen, if she gets ten million, that's great. But she'll get, she's going to get something, some settlement. Yeah, you I would never, imagine. I mean, it, so technically, Facebook is one of the. Yeah. She's going to enter the, the, you know, the. She's going to get, I bet you she gets a chunk. Yeah, I hope soon so she gets something. But yeah. I've never known anybody who's had their image used without their uh, permission. Did or... you have a hot typing teacher that was, um... yeah, but that was on purpose. She well, was, she, she would, she apparently was in Playboy. I mean, listen, dude, that was the, the, the rumor. rumor. That was the rumor. That was the, the, uh, the big myth, or I don't know if it was true or not that she, she was hot enough to have been in Playboy. And apparently somebody left her. <laughs> 
picture up on her office one time and it really pissed her off or something like that. There was a girl in our first calendar at MMR, not the one at Y100. Uh, her name was Amber. And uh, her photos ended up on a lot of different porn sites. And they were um, PG-13 at best. They weren't yeah. they weren't dirty f- photos, but they were actually the photos that she used to submit to be in the calendar, what, 12 years ago, 13 years ago at this point. I think she won Philly's hottest single girl or something okay. like that. Anyway, this, this is a, a decade and a half ago almost. But they ended up on a lot of different sites without well, her permission. People can just grab pictures off, you know, and it, that's that's what the problem was. They were out there, so but she she worked pretty hard to get them shut down and taken off. And once that cat is out of the bag, it is so difficult to rope it back in. Yeah, yeah. well, it's and <laughs> on your regular Facebook page, if you're exactly. posting pictures, or on your Twitter or whatever, you post a picture. Again, we've gone over this. You don't own those pictures. Once you post on those sites, those mm-hmm. pictures belong to them. Yeah. So I'd be curious how this shakes out, but. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, the the legal maneuverings have been in full swing for two years. Yeah, so uh, it's and now it's just it's coming to light as far as uh, the public eye goes. So interesting. Well, you can't do that. Not cool. And hopefully, Karen gets something out of that. Uh, speaking of uh, windfalls and getting something out of something, there was a story that Kathy had in the news earlier this morning about a couple who had uh, because of a banking error ended up with one hundred and twenty thousand extra dollars in their account. And uh, <laughs> wow. They decided this it. is a sign. <laughs> this is our money. And this they must be they interest. Spent it. Yeah, and, yeah. Do you have that story, Kathy? And what all they had, or what what all they bought? Yeah, let bought me. Like a camper or something. They like bought that? a camper. They bought a trailer. They bought uh, two four wheelers. They bought a car. They paid off their bills, and then they gave fifteen thousand dollars to uh, friends who were in need of money. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that nice? <laughs> I mean, the fact that they were taking um, some of their own, not their own money, yeah, yeah. Own, and not giving, their own. yeah. <laughs> What happens to that money? The money that they gave away—they got to give it back. And so they, the, the friend, the friends are out. I you're, mean, you're like, hey, listen, remember that fifteen grand I gave you? Uh-huh. How would you I like a? How would you like an RV instead? <laughs> Dude, why would they think that they can just do that? Like they, they knew that, you know, like. I can understand if it was like, yeah, a hundred, two hundred, five hundred bucks. Like, you know, well, I can see looked- how you wouldn't even know that that wasn't yours, but $120,000? So when does it fall? So in this case, with the, with the, the money going into their account, as it was with that ATM that was dispensing money, and then the um, the bank said that the people could keep that. I don't think it was $120,000 that had walked out the door. But still, um, you know, the, the, I guess the perception legally is that you, you have... You know this is not your money. It suddenly ended up in your account. To spend it is a crime. I think that ATM story, though, was too complicated to get for them to get the money back. So, it, so they just said that, yeah. yeah, yeah. Steve, it is a crime. They're being charged uh, with felony theft charges. Whoa. So, But uh, it looks like they waited a little bit to spend it because it says that they... Uh, they waited a week and a half. Well, no, they spent the money in two and, in two and a half weeks uh, the following month. So I, I guess they probably waited a little bit to, to see, see if it, if it went had, anywhere yeah. and then... I don't know. I guess decided yeah, to. I mean, you know, did they investigate well, was, where it came from? It was the bank's error. Yeah, so, no, no. You, did they inv- do the investigation themselves? Like, I, I know it was bank error, but like, wouldn't you call the bank? Yeah. Hey. Well, listen. Here, here's the thing. This is I what would I hope, was thinking because I, I was thinking, all right, if the, all this money was in there, like, I, I'm like, oh, I don't really blame them. But if it was the other way around, like, I would absolutely turn to the bank and say. Where's my money? Because it was supposed to go into oh, yeah. another account. Yeah. And I would rely on the bank to get me my money back. So yeah. you you can't. I mean, it's you on you. It, it, they, they made a mistake, but it is absolutely 100% on you. It is not your money. You can't take it. It is illegal, and that's all there is to it. And you should know better. My process of thinking would be maybe I'll return this, and may, hopefully I'll get a reward. Right. Which yes. you won't. And that's found money, right. maybe. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Right. <laughs> 
One time I went to the bank and they gave me 20 extra dollars. Okay. And this is a, uh, And you're still ago. on the lamb. No, I, I, I went and returned it. Like I, I <laughs> Did went, you really? Yeah. That's because, cool. Well, you know, like I knew the bank teller, um, she, you know, grew up a couple of blocks away from me. So two things. I didn't want her to get in trouble yep. because, like, her register, her her uh, drawer is going to be twenty bucks short. Yep. Where's but, the twenty, you old cow? Well, I mean, twenty bucks is twenty. You know, yeah. it's 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 it doesn't matter if it's twenty five cents or you know twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. You can get in trouble. It, you, you can, can big get, trouble. You can get in trouble when when your your ledger's not uh, proper. So I didn't want her to get in trouble, but then I also didn't want that twenty bucks on my conscience. When you brought it back, were you wearing a disguise? <laughs> yes. He put on I had a, a giant man. eagle outfit. <laughs> a giant uh, Hasidic beard. <laughs> Listen, I also rely on the bank to get it right. So it happened to me as well. I had no idea. They had given me additional money. Same thing. It was like maybe 20 or 40 bucks. Yeah. I had no idea. And then there was a withdrawal from my account. So I went into the bank and said, why was this taken out? And they said, when you cashed this check, we gave you too much money. Do you ever withdraw something from an ATM and the money, so you go through the process and the money doesn't come out like on a remote ATM machine? Yeah. And then you got, you got a, I had, I, it happened to me, so I got right on no, that 800 number. And I'm like, happen. this money was not, it did not come out. <clears throat> I don't want this withdrawn from, you know, my checking account. And they were able to correct it right online there. But, I had a friend who was would, was talking into the camera because yeah. that happened. And she was like, I what the just, hell no, but she was, it was, the bank was closed. She couldn't go into the bank. Oh, oh. So she was like, she was like, I'm here. Look at me. I didn't get my money. Like she wanted to make yeah. sure it was like on some Look sort of camera. Look at me. I walked in like this. <laughs> right. Wow. She reenacted it. <gasps> Yeah, but because you don't know what to do. Yeah, two one five two six three WMMR. If you've had something similar happen where you ended up with all this extra uh, by an error, extra money, did yeah. you keep it? Did you give it back? Did you? And if you did give it back, did they give you something? You know, um, just curious. So let me go to uh, Anthony, who works for a bank. Hi, Anthony. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry about it at work. It's all okay. good, buddy. What's up? So I actually work for uh, Citizens Bank, and this actually just happened recently. Uh, we had a customer who went to deposit money at the bank, um, and then there was a per- person behind them, and something happened with the ATM, and the person in front of this person, their money actually got deposited into the wrong account. And the person came up to me, and he had $1,800 in his account. He said, I don't know where this came from. And we told him it was an error. Don't touch the money. Um, the money's going to be withdrawn out of the account. And he said, well, I'm going to use the money. It's your fault. You should um you sure guys shouldn't have done this. And we're like, it's not our fault, but legally in the documents you sign when you open up your bank account, it's in the disclosures. I thought so. Yeah, no one reads disclosures, but here he spent the money. We withdrew the money out of his account, so his account went negative $1,800, and he actually has to pay all that money back that he used. And we actually froze his accounts, froze all his assets, and said, well, we can't do anything until you pay us the money. So, Anthony, and, and that's what I was conjecturing earlier, is that when you sign you, when you sign up for your account, you fill out the paperwork for your account with the bank. Uh, in that print, which you would imagine would be there, of course, the bank would want to cover their asses, that anything like this happens, they're not, you know, uh, you're, you're liable to let them know that, uh, or you're responsible to let them know that there's this extra money in your account or however it works out in your favor. Yeah, correct. Right. And- um, basically, it was not his money, and, and it's not yours to spend. And we and the bank actually has the right to go into anyone's account and withdraw the money that wasn't theirs. Let me ask you: in a scenario where someone were say in this case, do you think if they had re- had said, "Hey, there's a one hundred and twenty thousand dollar discrepancy. We wanted to make you aware of it," would the bank have offered up some sort of reward? Um, not necessarily, because it, it is. I get what you're saying. It is. A, it is a bank error, but. 
we have the legal right, and we're actually insured by the FDIC, the, the federal government, um, to actually cover our asses. So that right. Could you give them a few pens with chains on them? Yeah, those are kind of cool. Yeah. So, Steve, they yeah. did um, Thanks, withdraw the money. There was no money there, yeah. but from these people's account, and it went to the correct account. So now there's like overdraft fees. In yeah, this they're responsible account. for now. Yeah. Plus, they're facing felony charges. Right. Here's a text from somebody who says, "I got an extra apple pie with my McDonald's order, and I gave it back." These people keep one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? Uh, here's another one. It says, uh, I deposited a check for 150 grand when buying my new house. The bank credited me a dollar fifty, and it was a big, big problem. Uh, oh my God, 150 yeah. grand, and they only got one dollar and fifty cents credit. Cents, yeah, yeah. I assume the sale still went through. I'm yeah. guessing maybe it did. Uh, yes, Kat. No. So the article says that. Um, the couple that so they uh, court documents show after two initial phone calls from the bank, the couple had no contact with the bank representative. So initially they spoke to the couple. They said that they were going to do what they can. They'll, they'll go on a payment plan to pay it back. And then I guess they stopped taking their phone calls and they said now the couple is facing felony charges. So I wonder if uh, they had been in contact with the bank and had continued to work with them if they then wouldn't have been charged. And yeah. probably would have been the case. Here's yeah. a good hypothetical that comes in from a texter. It, what if they took that money, went to the casino, bet it on black? Won? Did they get to keep the money that they won? Ooh. So yeah, th- no. Well, let's ask this. So uh, add this into it. The casino is <laughs> has now been made. The casino yeah. is now uh, a complicit in a crime because it. Ex- well, Fun no. it's, it's, no, it's, ex- yeah. it's except that money was illegal money. It was stolen money. Mm. Where does that fall? That's a good question. That's a really good And scenario, I bet though. you, knowing the casino would probably go, ah, bygones. Mm. <laughs> yeah. or, or maybe they'd say, hey, we want our money back. I'm going to go to Tom. Hey, Tom, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, man? Uh, when I was in college, I worked as a bank teller during the summers. Um, I would get sent to different branches depending on where they needed you know, uh, people to fill in. One particular uh, one particular summer, though, I got sent to the same branch, you know, all summer. I was getting paid through a temp agency, but that particular branch would have me sign in every day, and I got paid that summer through the bank as well. So I got paid double. So you got paid from the temp agency and from the bank and the bank the entire wow. summer. Okay, it, it never it never came up. I never said anything. Do you believe that and that was that? Just an oversight. I mean, usually, I mean, when you work with a temp agency, it's the yeah. temp agency that's paying you. Well, I, and I said something to uh, to that branch when I first started and said, you know, I get paid through this agency. Do I still? Do you still want me to sign in? And they said, yes, we just need it for our records. But whatever they it did, they then paid me. So for a summer, I think I was the highest paid bank teller. <laughs> yes. So good for me, you. It's not worth it, though. I mean, Thanks, honestly, man. like ultimately, is that worth me going to jail? You know, having a record like yeah. it's just not. And, I, and I'm I always assume that I will be the guy who will end up in extra apple pie jail. Yeah. Uh, right, you know, right. For, what are you in for? I kept the apple pie. I had somebody uh, offer a jailbroken fire stick. Uh, you know, Amazon fire stick. Oh, you can get all the movies. And yeah. I'm like, dude, no. I, I don't want to be the guy who goes to jail for watching 
the Avengers Local on my Local broadcaster <laughs> Casey Foster was sent to prison today. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, for stealing Sprout. I'm going to go next to Billy. Hey, Billy. Hey, guys. Sorry to bother you at work. That's all good. Uh, What's up, Billy? Thanks. So um, I guess it was about a year ago, my husband and I decided to go on a cruise. And um, we pulled some checks out of another bank um, and took it to a bank to get cashed. The bank that we took it to, I didn't have an account with. So there was no account to tie my name to. The check was rather large. It was for several thousand dollars. Well, when I got out to the car, I'm counting, and there's an extra $500 here. And I counted again, and there's still an extra $500 here. Turns out they never caught it. They never found out. We took the money. We stuffed it aside in case they came back looking for it. We got an extra $500 to take on our cruise. Wow. How long ago was that? Yeah. Uh, about a year ago, I was I was a nervous wreck. I, I'm just like Casey. I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to get caught. I'm going to end up in jail. And my husband was like, baby, he's like, they don't they don't have an account to tie your name to it. They don't know where this money went. Yeah, did you have I'm to sign about, the back of the check? It was yeah. I just signed the back of the check and I handed them the check, but there was no like account for them to be like, okay, this transaction happened for this account. I guess. I guess that's why they couldn't figure out where it went. Do you, do you, do you, is there any, any portion of the night that you spend thinking, I wonder if they're still looking, I wonder if they're yeah. looking for me, I wonder if they're, uh, uh, can I anticipate a knock at the door at some point? Right? Are you, are you, I, I was. Yeah. Are, are you past that now or do you still kind of get a little nervous? No, 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 no. We're so way past that. I mean, we took the money out about two weeks before we left to go on the cruise. And like I said, we put it off to the side in case they found out. And they didn't say anything, so we took it and we spent it. So, and if it was like a small place, like a little mom-and-pop type place, I'd have been in there handing it back in a second. But this is a big corporate bank. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, technically, it is, it's a crime what you did. Oh, it is. Really? <laughs> I know. Well, I listen, know. I... Oh, well. There's pr- plenty yeah. of people who probably would have done what she did. Yeah. I know. Hey, I Billy, know. we're uh, we're tracing your phone call. The authorities <laughs> are there. <laughs> Just a moment. Thanks, Billy. Thanks, Good luck guys. with your life of crime. Oh, Billy. Uh, here's, here's a text from somebody. It says, back in the 90s was balancing my checking and savings account the old-fashioned way with my statements and had an extra $110,000 in my savings. Uh, Called the bank immediately, and apparently it was a dentist office deposit. They had coded it with my account number, and I had been—I'd have been terrified to spend that. What um, what percentage is, do they have? To, do banks entertain a certain percentage of money where they'll just say, uh, like a like a like a give or take expected thing? loss? Yeah, and maybe. they they just let that go. They they cover it. Maybe, Maybe that's where the five hundred. The five hundred, as fell. opposed to one hundred and twenty thousand. Right, right. Can people? No, I guess he can't do that. I was going to say, like, like benefactors. If somebody wanted to mysteriously give you money, you, they, they can't. Yeah, they couldn't put a deposit into yeah, your they, account. They can't do that through the bank. No, that would be mm-hmm. dumb. That uh, allowing people. I to, think just give them like a hundred twenty thousand dollar Dunkin' card. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to take care of you yeah. for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yep. Mm. <laughs> That's a new way to launder money. $120,000 in Dunkin' credit. A lot of lattes. Uh, hang on. I don't understand. Some of these, I'm, I'm looking at the descriptions here. I'm going to go to Dawn. Hi, Dawn. Good morning. Good morning. Gadzooks. What's up, Dawn? Well, for years, I've had $12,000 on my bank statements. Um, it's like an IRA investment thing. And I've told them it's not my money. I've told them for years. And it still sits there. 
It's $12,000, and it's not mine. Dawn, let me ask you, so, and, and, and if anybody knows, have you, have, do you have any... Yeah, like, are you sure? legal, have you, so You've gone to them. You've tried to alert them time and time again. Is there any um, writing or, or yeah, signed or, or paper tail or recording of you telling them? So, in other words, so that you're no. absolved from this. All of a sudden, no, I, I don't know, because I, I've told them several times, like, when I've discussed other things, I said, look, there's money on my account. It's not mine. Um you got to get it off. What, what are you going to do? And they say, okay, we'll take care of it. We'll take care of it. And they never take care of it. There's, so do you what know? What happened was when I went to go um, make an investment, um, somehow they put somebody else's money in a separate account on my statement. But it's only online. If I get my um, my statement in the mail, it's not on that statement. It's only online in my account. So it's only existing. Uh, okay. Huh. In cyberspace. Then it's not real money, and you can have it, Dawn. Congratulations. <laughs> That's what I keep thinking, but it's under, not under my social security number, so I'm not going to be able to take it. Oh. You don't want, but you don't want that to F up. That That's sort weird. of thing would, would, would haunt me. Is like, wait, this is this is an anomaly, and you don't want it to, to grow into something even more complex. Yeah. And if they, yeah, can't, if they need, can't get that together... What you need to do, Don, is, is make sure that you email uh, the managers over there and get a response from them. And once you have something written, you're yeah. covered so they don't come uh, someday and say, what's yeah. with this $12,000 here? Are you trying to pull a fast one, you know? So. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, All right, Don. Well, good luck. Yep. Do you guys know... I'm, Fairly certain you can actually deposit money into your bank account through an ATM. Uh, they have those envelopes there. Yes. You put the money in the yeah. envelope and then you really? throw it in there. Yeah, so. Through an ATM. I, yeah. You so can I, deposit checks with your phone, too. Uh, yeah, but um, so I don't know exactly how this worked. They just, I know somebody who, uh, he ended up getting arrested for this, but he was um, <laughs> depositing empty envelopes into the ATM and then taking out money. At, I, I don't know how this worked because I don't, why would you so what was he doing again Casey? i guess he was depositing a quote-unquote check okay into the atm right through the uh the little so if you go to an atm they have envelopes bank envelopes yep. there and, and you can put a check in there and yeah. then throw that into the atm if, and then take the cash out yeah if you work in the service industry and you get a lot of mm-hmm. cash tips it's a great mm-hmm. way to deposit cash directly right. into your account using, you can, using the envelope you can also i think do it with checks because to me it wouldn't make any sense to d- say you're depositing cash and then take out cash but basically you're using Using the ATM, you're using a check in the ATM instead of an ATM card, hmm. and so so he he was he, working he, the system. He thought he was working the system, didn't realize that uh, that he was getting he ended up getting pinched for it. Hmm. Right. See, the, I mean, that's, that's just it. Up, that's just that, that's not like a, a mistake. That's just straight up theft. But uh, hang on a second here. Moral dilemma. It says I'm going to Cammy. Hi, Cammy. Good morning. Hi. How are you? Good. What's up, Cammy? So okay, I'm having this dilemma with myself. Um, I work for a small business, and I got a piece of equipment that I need to use, um, something that I said that I wanted from before. Anyway, I told them I paid for it when really I got it for free. Just to seem like, oh, I paid for it, no big deal, you don't have to pay me back. Um, But they insisted that they pay me back for it. (laughs) And at that point, I couldn't tell them that I had lied, that I paid for it. So I took it $25. Twenty-five dollars. Oh my God! Uh, the authorities I was are on their way. Like, I you know, thought it was like, like a, a like a laptop. Like, 
Candy, yeah, like, we're re- tracing your phone call. The authorities are <laughs> Oh, my God. Relax. It's 25 bucks. Cammy, you're, you're okay. Fine. Yeah. It's 25 bucks. It's okay. It was only $25. No big deal. They're like, no, no, no. We got to pay you back for it. So, I, I thought she was going to say, like, it was a, a top level MacBook yeah. Pro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I, I was thinking. A computer. That's yeah. exactly. That what wouldn't I was even thinking. cover like you know no, printer paper. Like it's yeah. like a. It's a set of pint glasses yeah. or something like that. You know, like twenty five bucks. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. In fact, I, notes and pens. Uh, I encourage you to steal yeah. more from them. Yes, please do. Yeah. Thank you, Cam. Let me ask you this: because moral dilemma yeah. solved. I know somebody who has an electric car, has a Tesla, mm-hmm. and is in sales. And is able to write off miles for sales, but he's writing off miles that he's not putting on, like you're supposed to get miles for gas. And he's not using any gas because it's not a gas car. Okay. But he is, if he's charging it, he's charging, see, like he charges it at pay. home, he's, he's paying for the electricity he's using to charge it, so he's paying for coal. Yeah, I mean, if he's charging at home because they have charging stations. Well, what's that, he doing? Uh, he's, he's, he's selling drugs. <laughs> no, no, I mean... Does he claim to have a, a gas car? It's not that he, he's claiming that to have a gas car, but he's doing this. So I don't, I don't know. But when he was telling me this, I didn't know. I'm like, oh, can you get in trouble for that? Well, what the delineation is between you're they're saying miles for gas? It's the way you, it's, it's been reckoned now. How do they, mm-hmm. how do they delineate between that and the rate for an electric car? Right. I don't right. know. I don't know either. He right. also has like solar power too, so he's not even like. Paying for the... This guy's a creep. No, it's great! It's re- Using natural <laughs> resources. Jesus. Creep. <laughs> well, no, so the, so the power that he's using to, to power his car is, like, free as well. But yeah. And it's a really, really great way to gain the system. But, God, I would hate for him to, like, get in trouble well, for that. Well, you better not... If he gets caught, they're going to arrest the son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go next to, to uh, Betty. Hey, Betty. Hey, good morning. You guys rock. Thank Whoa. you, Betty. What's up? Uh, back in 2000, um, I got a nice chunk of change deposited into my account. And I was not contacted by the bank. And like any 20-year-old would do, I spent it. <laughs> All right. So did you were you ever contacted back? Was there ever any ramifications no. or repercussions for this? Nothing. I had that checking account for several years after and nothing. Huh. How long ago was this? Twenty years ago. It was Twenty years ago. Wow! And it was yeah. a nice, it was a decent amount of money, huh? It, it, I I can't quite remember as I'm in my forties now, but it was either fourteen hundred or eighteen hundred. Okay. And and for me, God, for a twenty-year-old, that's a ton of cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So I, I spent it like any twenty-year-old would. Do. Yeah, on yeah. pot. Where'd you get? Where'd you buy? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> nice. Money well spent. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Yeah, it happens sometimes. I, I think they're probably a little bit more uh, able to track that stuff down now. But uh, hang on. I want to go to Toby's mom robbed a bank, I think, here. Oh, go to. Hi, Toby. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey. Hey. What's up, Toby? Uh, so I'm not from this state, so I'm not going to say where I'm from. But <laughs> when I was in junior high... I'm the youngest of four kids, and my mom was the manager at a at a bank. Yeah. She over the four years period, she ended up stealing over two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Whoa! She was embezzling money from yeah. the bank. What's that? She was embezzling from the bank. Oh yeah. Uh, so they had to close the bank. The branch ended up closing down, <laughs> and nobody knew why. And then after a year, my mom 
conscience got to her, she ended up turning herself in. But so what happened? Oh. Living large for for about four years. It was fun. <laughs> so what? T- tell us jail time. What what happened? Uh, she ended up going to jail for like a year. All right, two hundred fifty wow. grand. Toby, how was she stealing it? Do you know? So she was the uh, the manager of the branch. She was the last one out, first one in. She was alone in the vault all the time, and uh, you know. So she was just taking cash. <laughs> oh yeah! Wow, <laughs> to the tune of two hundred and fifty grand. Yeah, two hundred fifty grand. I was in junior high at the time, and every weekend I had at least two hundred dollars in my pocket. All my friends didn't know what was going on, but wow! Did you know at the yeah. time that she was doing that? No, we didn't know until, like I said, a year after she, it closed and she told us. And... Did she tell you guys first before she went to the authorities? Yes. Okay. Yes, and what was yeah. your thought when she when she told you that? I mean, I was 14, so at the time I'm just like, okay, well, that makes sense as to why I have all this money. All mm-hmm. my friends like to, to hang around me. So Yeah, wow. good, goodbye, awesome allowance. Right? Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Wow, that's wild, Toby. That's okay. effed up, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Thanks some, for the call. Yeah, you imagine, Preston, some people in that situation, I don't know if that's part of a uh, of the hiring process, if there's some sort of subtle psychological process when you have someone who is around an open vault with money and things like that. You know, who, who amongst us can say conclusively that... Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're there, and it's right there. Yeah. Would you? I could just yeah, right, and go. It's um, like though, you know, the, like in in mm-hmm. uh, an office space, the 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 scan that's just peeling pennies off the mm-hmm. dollar. Yeah. yeah. You know, and yeah. uh, the, that's how these things happen. Yeah. I, I I I just I always firmly believe that whatever the infraction, I will get caught. So I, that's always oh, yeah, I prevented never. me from, exactly. I'm, I'm too much of a pussy to do anything. Did like you hear about a lot of times like treasurers and so on of, of uh, charity organizations? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll just skim right off the top because they're the ones that know they, they have the numbers and they can, they can fudge the numbers and they know where the money is and, uh, and it happens. Man. Eventually it happens quite though. A bit. Yeah. You, you, you would like to believe they get caught and, and a lot of them do. So I, uh, there has to be many who don't. Oh, but there's loads who don't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go to, uh, Max, who works at a bank. Hey, Max, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, guys. Sorry to bother you at work. It's all good, man. What's up? So, uh, this doesn't happen to me, but it happened to a manager of mine where she was, she was a teller and she had been working a long day, I guess. I'm not, I'm not sure, but a guy came in, deposited a couple grand in cash. She accidentally gave him the cash back after saying, yes, it's in his accounts. Later on that night when they were counting on the drawer, they saw her drawer was short a couple thousand dollars. The only reason she didn't get fired immediately was because the, her manager knew her. She just put her on, like, correct, like, five, this is your final written warning thing. They tracked, they saw, they noticed the guy went to another branch and deposited the cash. So he got a double deposit. Uh-huh. I just wanted to say, if it happens to anybody at a teller, for the, it, it's maybe a bank, a faceless corporation, but the tellers... They will get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a yeah. good point. No, you're, yeah. you're absolutely right about that. Uh, the people are just working, you know, working hard. So, all right, thanks, Max. Uh, let me see. I have a couple people on hold for a long time. Let me go to, um, yeah, let me go to Landon here. Hey, Landon, good morning. Morning. How you doing? Good, man. What's up? Nothing much. So, back when, you know, I was in high school, uh, one of my best friends, Damon, God rest his soul now, uh, me and him, after a long night of partying, went to our local grocery store. 
And when we went there, they just put in self-checkouts. And I don't like those things to begin with. But we went down there. We paid for our stuff. It was like 16 and change. And for every single dollar it was supposed to dispense, we got a $20 bill back. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. So we probably paid for two or three different transactions. And then one of our friends from school came in, and we told her about it. And she made two transactions. And then we all left. All said and done, we got like 400 bucks. Wow. Were you discovered? Yeah, that we got back from the single dollar bills. Well, did did, did, did they find out? Did, did we? Did, because, they were getting in trouble. Yeah. Oh, no. The best part is I actually went there two weeks later and applied for a job. <laughs> Kept putting money in that self-checkout. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's yeah, they, had a, yeah. No idea. they had no idea. I don't even think they still know about it, but they've changed the self-checkout a year after that. And sure. Again. No, they All stopped right. them from dispensing 20s for singles. Wow. Well, it was it was a great time. And sure. school kid, that's like the jackpot. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a money you don't machine. think about it. Yeah. No. It's funny because when I was a kid, one time my uh, buddy and I, our families were st- we were vacationing somewhere or in a hotel, and we found a vending machine that whoever restocked it didn't lock it and close it. So oh it was just, man, it was open. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. So we, you know, first thing we did is we, you know, just took a couple things out, tampons, and then no, oh. no, it was you know snacks and yeah, stuff. yeah. And then like a few minutes later, we head back down there and we go get some more, and we ended up cleaning the entire. <laughs> You did, yeah, right? You You're know, kids, right? Yeah, but it's, you, you, like like his, you know, self checkout thing where the twenties are coming out. You can only go so many times, and eventually you're going to get busted. We didn't get busted though. It's but. funny though, like when you you know when you t- think about like uh, um, Bernie Madoff, you know, yeah. and, and over oh, the god where you're just staggering amounts, you're shifting and covering, and and yet he's appears to be blissfully, you know, living the life. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, just not even entertaining the notion that eventually it's all going to come crashing down. I just remember in college, our uh, washer dryer in in our uh, fraternity house, there was a hammer on the oh, washing machine you because you would put the quarters in and it would go click, 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 three clicks, and then you would get the claw of the hammer and you yank the change thing back. The washing machine would start <laughs> and, 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 and you got your quarter, you kept your quarter. How long did that last? Oh, the entire year. So maybe what? even two years. Did I the don't hammer know. just sit out on the? Hammer just sat there. <laughs> Use the hammer. Of course, oh God. Of course, who, yeah. It's... Don't know who figured it out, but that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Well, interesting. Well, this couple is in quite a bit of trouble. One hundred twenty thousand dollars credited to their account. They waited about a month, and then they just started buying stuff. What did they buy again, Kathy? They bought a car, a trailer, a camper, uh, four-wheelers, and $15,000 to friends. Wow. Who needed some money. Oh, and they paid some bills and stuff like that off. They owe the bank $107,000. They blew it out. Yeah, probably in your best interest to report that information and uh, don't try to be tempted by what appears to be free money. Um, I would like to give away some free beer as we're taking a break. I'll take call number 15 at 215-263-WMMR and WMMR give you a case of Yard's Loyal Lager. Crisp, clean American craft lager. You can pick up Philly's hometown lager at Yard's Brewery and wherever Yard's beers are sold, including Raven Lounge in Philadelphia. So go ahead and give us a call. Uh, We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Scheduled to have Kim Wayans uh, in our studio in just a little bit. Talk to her about the show coming up in the Bristol Riverside Theater. Stay with us. The Back to School A to Z rages on as well. 
93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's local shots artist of the month, The Good Mess. Celebrating our area's best talent, bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com keyword local shots. The Good Mess. Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks our world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. In our studio, we have yet another member of the Wayans family dynasty. Not that long ago, we had Sean by, and uh, Marlon was here, and we've had everybody Keenan from Keenan and, yeah. and the crew. It's been great. Over the years, we love the, the relationship with the family, and she is in to perform the show, An Act of God, which is going to be starting September 17th at the Bristol Riverside Theater, and this is our first time meeting Kim Wayans. Yeah. Welcome to Philadelphia, Oh, Kim. thank you. Nice to see you. Nice to so, be here. So we were just talking about Sean and, and uh, his, you know, the sextuplets. Uh, uh, Marlon. Marlon. I'm sorry, Marlon. God, right? there's so many, so many people in I your know. family. I know. Those Tell are the only two it. that I ever mix up, I though. mix up the names. <laughs> well, it's 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 Keenan, Damon Sr., Marlon, Sean, and we have, and Nadia is the one who doesn't, she does not perform, right? No. Name? Okay, all right. No, so, I have four sisters. That don't perform. No oh, kidding. Okay. Oh, yeah, my God. Wow. D- in- involved in the business at all? No. Nope. Okay. No. Nope. Right. Five huh. is enough. All right. So my, enough. My, my, well, to, to Preston's point, yeah, but he was in promoting uh, sex tablets, uh-huh. and, which is which is fun on Netflix. And, and we were talking off air about what a nightmare it was for him to do that. But you've been in many of the, the movies going all the way back. And I remember you in all of the, of the films. Uh, but, I mean, do you, to that point of confusion with Preston... Do you ever do you ever jumble up names? Do you ever forget? I, do you, I mean, it has to be right. It At has this to be point in my life, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. There's not just the ten brothers and sisters. There's like forty something nieces and nephews. Yeah. Wow. At this point, it's just you, child. This one over here. And um... <laughs> do you guys ever have a reunion? A, a full on where? All right, we're all getting together. Oh yeah, hard. every Thanksgiving. No kidding. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's got to be hard. Every Thanksgiving. Wow. You know what's hard? Yeah. Being the cook, <laughs> yeah. and that's me. That's you. Really? That's me. Three huge turkeys. Oh, forget about it. I need like four days to get ready for Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's, it's got to be a massive you know, dishes are probably worse than cooking, though, too. The what? Doing the dishes afterwards. Oh, well, I don't bother with that. Yeah. Yeah. The you cook does not. No, no, the yeah. cook shouldn't have to, and yeah. I yep. don't. Yeah. I don't. I tell them little nieces and nephews, you all have to go on in there and get the help. <laughs> so the, the, what you're in here for is an act of God, and I was not familiar, but um, this comes from, is this David, is it Haverbaum or Javerbaum? Javerbaum. Javerbaum. A writer for The Daily Show, mm-hmm. and and he uh, he was sort of influenced by this Twitter um, series where yeah. it, basically God is is writing new commandments to mm-hmm. because of what he's he's not happy with the way everything is, and he thinks there needs to be new things addressed. Is that basically the uh, the yeah, core of it? Yeah, that's basically the gist of the of the play. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and so, how did you how did you come by uh, being uh, brought into this? Well, actually, it was an offer. Susan Atkinson, the the director over at the um, Bristol Theater, made me an offer, and yeah. I read the play, and I thought it was hilarious, and I thought it would be a great challenge, and I had been wanting to do some more theater. Uh, and so I said, yeah, yeah. So, you, but you've now you've done uh, like children's books and things mm-hmm. as well as the multitude of movies and shows that we've talked about. You know, uh, for the deal is 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 live theater something you've done a fair amount, or is this 
you getting your feet it, wet I'm and you were injured? I'm relatively new. This okay. is my third time doing really? a, a, a live yeah, the, theatrical production. I did a one-woman show. Then I did um, barbecue at the Public Theater a few years ago. And this is like my first time starring in a theatrical production. So this is my third run. That's pretty cool. To me, it always seems to be, and it's the thing that always... We talk about, because we sort of talk extemporaneously for about five hours, you know, uh-huh. Monday to Friday, and that's our deal. When you're remembering dialogue, mm. and I know you're doing it, you've done it for movies and so on and so forth, but there's a big, I think, a big leap from television and film to your, you have to do it all live. Does, does that, is that terrifying initially, or do you just go? You just go. It's yeah. not what's terrifying is the process of trying to remember everything. But once it's in there, then you just go and you just trust. But it is a challenge. You know, it's like 40 pages of, of dialogue yeah. that, um, you know, you have to absorb and know. Well, I was going to mention, you know, I mean, if you if you miss a line here and there or something like that, you can you you, you, you can, can you can make that up. You can oh. make your way along. But see, oh, yes. I would like. Skip an entire section by accident <laughs> or something. Like I know that. I yeah. would. Then what do you do? You know. Um. Then, well, I'm God. You freeze <laughs> the right. world. There you go. You go backwards. Yeah. And get that jump that you missed. <laughs> I mean, it's it's got it's got to be cool. So it's irreverent, but it's um. From what I was reading about it, uh-huh. it's it's got something. No matter where you stand, from you know. Uh, believer not or non-believer or whatever, it's, it's something's going to speak to you uh, with this. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think so. You know, which is one of the reasons why I responded to it. You yeah. know, I think it's it stimulates interesting conversation. You know, about the different ways in which we think of God and yeah. how much we project our own humanness onto a divinity. Yeah, and that's not always such a great thing. <laughs> You know, if God is just like you, well, we're all in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't want him to be like me. Yeah, I don't her. want him to yeah, be like yeah, me. Yeah. Too, too many issues. Um, when you when you started working with the family, and and uh, what was your first? Was the first film you were in? Was it going to get you, sucker? Um, I'm just trying to think. Like, yeah, the very first thing I did, yes, was I'm going to get you, sucker. And you're the nightclub singer yes. singing when the Saints come yes, marching I'm in. Nightclub singer. <laughs> 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 and that was a. Uh, so that, the thing is, is that, you know, I'm sure there are initial like, accus- oh, nepotism and so on and so mm-hmm. forth, but you're also talented. What, did, did that did that go away quickly? Because- well, you notice there's only five of us in showbiz. <laughs> right. Yeah, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think the other five didn't try, oh. but you had to have talent in order to get the nepotism. You yeah. can't just get the nepotism without the talent. Yeah, but it all, it all worked. It was, it was all good. It did all work. Did you do writing as well with the... with the? Uh... Oh, yeah. I used to write like almost all the sketches I did on Living Color. I wrote those. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. for Benita Betrell, all those uh, sketches I wrote myself, but I didn't get writer's credit. Did you, you write know? on Damon's uh, sitcom as well? Yes, I did. I was a writer-producer on Wife and Kids. Wow. Mm-hmm. And director. Wow. Okay. How, about, how about your one She's woman? She's a renaissance woman. <laughs> uh, how about your one-woman show? Yeah, I wrote that as well. Okay, so that was all you. That was, was all me. That was all mine, all me, and it was amazing. I had the most amazing time doing that show, and one of these days I want to bring it back because yeah. it didn't have the life that it should have had because mm-hmm. I got distracted. Right. But, you know, it's one thing about a one-woman show is... It's just yours forever. Yeah. So you just can do it whenever. That's true, man. That's that's a lot hanging out there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If if you're stepping out solo on stage, all your material you've written it, you mm-hmm. you perform it, you present mm-hmm. it. Uh, that's um, that's got to be a little. I mean, for the person who's not 
used to that type of uh, attention, it's got to be that's that would drive that'd be, I'd go insane. <laughs> you know? we're, we're trembling now thinking yeah, about having to remember yeah. all that stuff. Well, yeah, the, the thing is. You know that's that's the way you're drawn when you're a performer. That's that's in you. you love so to do, that's yeah. what you love to do. So it's like to get in that position is like heaven to me. You know, it's mm-hmm. not not that you don't have like um, fears and and vulnerabilities, but you just push past all that and you just tell your story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have weeks and months and 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 all that to, to get it all down, and and you have your beats and all that sort of stuff. So it's it's not. I mean, when you have that much time to get it all down it's not i know I it's as well, as daunting it, 3 weeks is not okay, that much time okay 3 weeks is not that much time we have a 3 week rehearsal period for this for this for this show i'm doing All right, well then wow. never mind i was yeah. i was going back to my high school days where i had <laughs> yeah, the entire like, summer to memorize dialogue <laughs> and then you know, you know two months after saying. that but say say you know when you're doing stand up though like you know immediately if if you're doing well or you're bombing yeah. you know yeah. i mean because you're getting a response mm-hmm. from the audience mm-hmm. with a stage show I guess you don't know until maybe the end. You you can have an idea of all right. I think I did pretty good, but not knowing what they think about yeah, it. Yeah, you you don't know. You don't know, but you really can't approach it that way. You have to be in it. You just have to be in the story that you're telling. Do you know what I mean? You have to like divorce yourself from you know who's liking it, who's not liking it, who's getting it, who's okay. not getting it, or else you can't do your job. Because you'll sabotage yourself. Yeah, you'll so, sabotage yourself. So, uh, do you do you care about? I mean, uh, what a critical response is, or I mean, if the audience like we were talking about this, we talked about this with every one of your your mm-hmm. brothers about about. Things that I think, like uh, um, any number of movies that might have been, the critics might have jumped on that went on and did great, that the audience loves. Mm -hmm. And and so... can you divorce yourself from that and know that it's not the end all these days? You have to. Yeah. You have to, else you'll go crazy. You know what I mean? If your sense of well-being and sense of um, feeling good about yourself is dependent upon what, you know, a few people have to say about your work... You'll go crazy. You know what I noticed also with the new Joaquin Phoenix film, film the, the you know the Joker. He has this uh-huh. movie, The Joker, and it's just being universally praised. Mm-hmm. And then there's one review that comes out that's <laughs> ripping it apart, and that gets a lot of attention. I think it's like mm. Rex Reed, who's like the eternal curmudgeon. Yeah. He's got to mm-hmm. hate everything, mm-hmm. and you got to realize a lot of these guys are they build their 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 deal. You know, is to is to be the contrarian. So yeah. it's it's all part of the deal. Like the way we use Rotten Tomatoes. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people, a lot of directors and stuff like that were were sort of critical. I think the way to use that is okay. There's a suggestion, but you don't go see it yourself and see what you think. The thing is, I always tell other actors and stuff. You know, just focus on your work. Yeah. You know, focus on your work. You can't control any of that stuff. And the thing about reviews, if if they're good. It gets in your head. Mm-hmm. If it's bad, it gets in your head. Yeah. So your best bet is to just focus on your work, and that's that. So with this, you're doing 28 performances. Yes. Okay. And then is the the plan to move this along, perhaps to to Broadway? To no, I don't have any um, commitment yeah. to do to do it further right. than you then, know this, then this, just this thing right here. But you also, and, and I mentioned the the kids' books earlier, which is. Um, what is the name of it? It's Amy uh, Hodgepodge. Right. So she is. Um, what? Explain the story because I think it's really uh, cute. Um, she's a, a multiracial little um, fourth grader yeah. who starts um, moves to a new town and starts a new school after being homeschooled her entire life. Okay. So it's her adventures, you know, through trying to make friends and adjusting to a new environment and 
all that kind of stuff. Do you, do you love you you love doing this? Oh, I do. Yeah. I do. We have six books in the series so far. How did you uh, find out, or who did you consult about homeschooled kids to get an idea of where that comes from? A lot of my little nieces and nephews were homeschooled, and actually, this little Amy Hodgepodge is. Um, inspired by my little niece. I didn't tell her for the longest time. Oh, really? Yeah, because right. yeah, I didn't want her to get in her head, you know, oh, I have a book series about me. <laughs> you know, but she's in college yeah. now, so she can handle okay. it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So, I, w- one of your brothers is doing uh, kids' books as well. Is he not? Oh, really? Which one? I, <laughs> I told you. I get confused. We don't, you know, mm-hmm. no, there's so many. We know. just, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Am I not having a brain fart here? Someone else... I don't know. We've had a lot. We've there's, had a lot of Wayne's through here. Man, well, there's. I mean, you, get, my, you guys, you have your hands in all kinds of stuff. Animation. Yeah, and, that's and, it. Oh, anim- oh, Sean. Sean. Yeah. Sean has a kid yeah, show. Sean has a book book series and also uh, um animated series called The Boo Crew. Yes. And yeah, it's great. It's really great. There's, there's got that's got to be a little bit of a of a you know the, a, a cool vein to tap into because it's you know. If you can speak to a younger an audience that you're not routinely used to speaking mm-hmm. to, that's that's got to be cool. It is great, and Sean, um, you know, it's like he was inspired by um, like we were little, like Snoopy, the Snoopy, yeah. kind, and and this is a really cool. Oh, you see it, yeah, the Vukru. It's so adorable. Yeah. I'm really proud of him. He's actually getting ready to do the first live show with the Vukru live back in um, Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, it's it, well, that's. Listen, a movie, right? It's got. I mean, at oh, some it point, we yeah. It will be. <laughs> it will be. Wow. I wanted to. Oh, go ahead, Preston. Yes. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask. So, in an act of God, by the way, if you're just tuning in, it's Kim Wayans who is here, and the show, an act of God, is going to be at the Bristol Riverside Theater. It opens on the 17th. How many people are in the show? In the cast? Three people. Okay. Wow. God and her two angels. Okay. So it's mainly. Uh, See, that's what I'm talking about with you, all the dialogue yeah, and stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's a like, lot. You know. Yeah. It's not me and a big cast of characters. It's me and two other people. Okay. So the graphic that is on the artwork that we got for the show is is the the classic angel or, or cherub, I guess, uh, that you would see. I guess it's on the Van Halen cover. Is it not the same? Uh, <laughs> yeah, nineteen eighty four. Smoking a cigarette. Does social media come into play in God's uh, you know assessment of what's going on in the world? No. No. Okay. No. I wasn't sure. Yeah, no. Uh, because I, I know that the play was inspired, it says here, by a Twitter persona called The Tweet of God. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know if we got into the world of social nah, media. No, he, he doesn't. My okay. guess is he would not, or he or she or whatever, would not have a favorable uh, take on it in the in the general sense. Hmm. Um, no, I don't think she would. <laughs> yeah, I know you have a Twitter account. You all you all do, you know, but, uh-huh. uh, but uh, is, you know... It's it's it can be great, but it can also be a liability. Yeah, yeah, because people get get trapped in that. I wanted to ask you because you've worked on some of the shows you worked on, obviously um, with LL Cool J in the house. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Because uh, it, we we've had him on the show. He seems like a super cool guy, and he's known to be. Was that LL is the best? Really, he really is. He's a great guy. He's a great great guy, and I had so much fun with him. I mean, he's just um, he's really special because you know he's so cool and. You know, he's like a very cool person, but he's also just a good guy. You he know, seems like a to. solid family man, really into his family, into his beautiful wife, and just a joy to work with. I thought, so, you know, like when he hosted the Grammy, he was hosting the Grammys, I uh-huh. believe it was. He was just doing a great job. But um, his, you know, th- that whole approach, you know, to the way he, whenever he does something like that, you say, can he handle this? He, he is able to handle it. You came in on the second season of that show? Yes. 
And when you when you join a show, is that kind of weird to come in? You know, when you come into a pre-existing cast and um, well, the thing is, I came in as a guest star. Yeah, I, I came in and did two guest star episodes, and they liked it so much that they kept turned, it going. Yeah, they kept it going and turned her character into a regular. So I kind of eased into it, and they were very happy to have me. You know, it's like I brought a, a new jolt of um, life and excitement to right. what they were doing, and everybody was very welcoming and very loving, and that was a really, really great experience. And a different world was kind of the same. You, uh, you were a recurring character. Uh-huh, became a I, was, re- I was what's called an under five and that's like a filler character, like somebody like when you need a transition line, yeah. you like give that person <laughs> <laughs> under five I, lines. Under five, you call oh. it under five. Oh, under five funny. lines. Wow. So I used to try to stretch out every line, <laughs> and I remember once the um, creator of the show, Ann Beach, she pulled me aside and she was like, "Look." Allison, I know you're just under five, but you better stop milking your lines, okay? Because I was like, he is. Beats is is legendary. She comes from National Lampoon and oh, yeah, and, and SNL, and, and uh, wow, well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That, that had a lot of that cast was. I mean, that was a time. You're not talking that long ago, but you, the difference now between. You ask somebody, you're watching a particular show, uh-huh. chances are they're not. Everyone had, there's so much to watch. But at that time, that was huge. Yeah, it the, was huge. You know, going back all the way to uh, um, to the beginning and Living Color and all that stuff, uh-huh. those shows had tremendous audiences. And then now you don't see that that much. When you were on that show, when you started to be, even within Living Color, uh-huh. and you walked out and about, could you? was there a tangible difference in you getting recognized, I mean, did it just immediately happen? Oh, for sure. Living Color, we were like rock stars. It, yeah. was, it was it was too much. You know, it was too much. It was like fun for like, you know, two minutes to be recognized. And then it was like, leave me alone. Really? Did it get scary? You know? yeah, yeah, it was It was really, really overwhelming. Yeah. You know. After- but thankfully. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got over that. Yeah, I got over it. And yeah. now, um, you know. Yeah. Now, you know, it's funny because celebrity has a different kind of thing now. It's like now nobody gives a, a, poop, a poop about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know, because of social media and stuff and there's such a familiarity no, with true. these people that they used to be like this big distance from yeah. and excitement about. So now, you know, it's like. Yeah, you get you get a closer bit yeah, of access, or at least it feels like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Do you think that's a mean. good thing, or is that is that? Uh, do you, I mean, I, with as with everything, you have to be smart about it. You have to be smart about it. You have to be smart about it. It's good and bad. It's good in that you have your life. You know, you don't yeah. feel like as under the you know under the, the exactly. Yeah. But the 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 other side of that though is people have like a familiarity with you now. Without the respect factor. Oh. And so that can get out of hand sometimes. You know, when somebody's sticking a phone up under the bathroom stall yeah. to take a picture <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> a picture of you, you know, it's like, you know, or no matter how you look, you know, you're just coming from the gym all sweaty and disgusting and somebody's like, let me take a selfie. Yeah. yeah. God, God would not approve. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, God would not approve. Kim, where's, uh, where's home for you? Um, home is Los Angeles. Okay. I'm from New York, but home has been Los Angeles for many years. So you're going to be here for a little while. Yes. Uh, the show runs through October 13th. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you been spent time in Philadelphia before? No, I'm really oh, excited about okay. I haven't. I don't know how that happened, that I grew up on the East Coast and never got yeah. to Philly. Okay. But it did, and I'm, as soon as the show opens, I'll have time during the day yep. to like cruise and check You'll things out, and Good. I can't wait. Good. Well, enjoy while you're here. Thank you. you Thank you, guys. 
And I want to send people to the show. So once again, it starts September 17th. There's 28 performances, so you got a chance to get out there and get yourself tickets and go to the Bristol Riverside Theater and check out the show. It is called An Act of God. It's really great to meet you, Kim. Thank you. Great meeting you guys, too. Enjoy your time while you're here. Kim Wayans, everybody. We'll take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. MMR rocks, Aerosmith, the other side in the thes. We're in the the T H E O portion of the uh, back to school A to Z. Theo, we have uh, that. In fact, that is our last one. We head on to the P's next, and we have a nice chunky tune that we're going to get to next. Song is called Theo. (laughs) About your son, right? About my boy. Yeah. Screwed up. Uh, So anyhow, hopefully you're enjoying the back-to-school agency. we got another Chuck estimates another day and a half or so left of it. Let's see how we're doing. A final look at traffic. What's up, Kathy? We still have delays on the Schuylkill Expressway westbound University to the Vine, the Boulevard out to Belmont, slow the Blue Route to Gulf Mills eastbound side, the Blue Route into Belmont uh, still heavy from the Boulevard to the Vine Expressway. Blue Route northbound Jams McDade Boulevard, Route 1 southbound from Route 1 to Media 95 southbound heavy from Bridge Street through to Girard 202 southbound at Skiles Boulevard an accident in the right lane and then in New Jersey, we've got a number of things happening here. We'll start in Cherry Hill, 295 southbound at uh, 168 Road Construction in the left lane. They're out there until 330. New Jersey Turnpike northbound at 195 exit 7A in the inner drive. The left lane is closed. Also on the southbound side, we've got uh, the off-ramp closed because of an overturned tractor trailer. Uh, actually, it looks like one lane has reopened now. So uh, the left lane is closed. 55 northbound jams Deptford to the 42 freeway. 42 has cleared out. Uh, coming over the Ben Franklin Bridge, you're okay. The Walt Whitman Bridge, westbound at the Toll Plaza. We've got right lane construction. This traffic report brought to you by... It's brought to you by... What, what time is it? This is the last one. Nine. Hold on, hold on. It's brought Spit to you... Spit it out! Listen, <laughs> it's, it's, it's codes. I have to follow the code oh. to get the sponsor right now. Okay. Uh, but it is brought codes. to you by the Valley Forge Casino Resort. Codes. Enter to win a new 2019 Acura this September. Play your favorite slot machine or table game to earn entries. On September 27th, you can walk away with the keys. Valley Forge Casino, where the house is yours. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Last one you have to deal so with. So here, day, for instance, Kathy. Valley Forge Casino, the code that I have to decipher is BYDG. Okay. So and they, it changes like you're all, you're alerted to which um, one you're supposed to read like just before the. Well, no. Here's the problem: is I can't get into the site. The site is down, so I have to go by the printed version. Oh. And I think the last time I did this was probably five years ago. That's so it's just a little rusty. Gotcha. All right. Well, you well, can hardly tell. Not at all. <laughs> Shut <up>. Seamless. <laughs> 
All right, I got some B file stories. Let's uh, let's get those out in the open. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre file. And this morning, it is brought to you by BHCU. Join your Delaware County Credit Union and Casey Boy this Thursday from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at BHCU in Ridley Park. You can enjoy free food, drinks, and giveaways federally insured by NCUA. Casey's checking his schedule right now. Well, I knew I was going to be there on Thursday. Just I didn't know I was going to be there for four hours. 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. No, I will be there from noon to 2. All right, noon to 2. All right, how about this? A 28-year-old man awaiting sentencing on an attempted murder charge tossed urine on a prosecutor inside a Florida courtroom. Uh, And there's another little detail you'll enjoy here. The attack happened Wednesday in Judge Susan Alspector's courtroom. Albert Narvarez is now also charged with battery for his attack on the state attorney, Andrew Newman. A sheriff's sheriff's, uh, arrest report said urine went inside Newman's mouth and all over his clothing. Oh, dear. Uh, the report didn't say what kind of container Narvarez used to store the urine in in the courtroom. Probably a Yeti. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. keep it nice and cold. Right. Uh, Narvarez charged at uh, Newman, flung the urine at him, and yelled, He told me to do it! He didn't say who he was referring no. to. Or what he was supposed to do. Or why he had his own piss. The sentencing hearing was... We po- assume it was his piss, right? Was postponed. I'm, I would make that assumption. Right. Yeah. Who knows? You know, a criminal mind might wait go for, with someone else's piss. Wait for test results to come back. All right, I'm uh, reporting this story simply because of the name. A man who claims to be the last remaining relative of Adolf Hitler has been convicted of pedophilia after kissing a 13-year-old girl. Romano, Holding up the family tradition. Romano Lucas Hitler. Okay, of course. Claims to be the only man alive bearing the name of the murderous Nazi leader and claims to be related to the Fuhrer through Hitler's father, uh, Alois, A-L-O-I-S. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Uh, Romano says that uh, Alois had a younger brother and that the grandson of the younger brother who fled uh, to Slovakia after the war was his dad. So is Romano his first name? It's his first name. Okay. Yeah. So I was hoping there might be a Kathy connection here. <laughs> now clear. that her, we know her dad slept with Janis Joplin, yeah. was to say mom didn't sleep with Hitler. Oh, <laughs> Your mom slept with Hitler? <laughs> oh, dear God. Your mustache tickles. <laughs> All right, but now the 69-year-old Hitler has been uh, convicted of a sex attack on a child. Prosecutors took the case to court after a complaint by the girl's father. The angry dad said, I had put it. Put up. A, I had put a garage up for sale, and Hitler answered the advertisement. <laughs> yes, I'm very interested in your garage. Why are you yelling? <laughs> but when he turned up, he didn't seem to have much interest in the garage. Only in Ania, who is his daughter, he lured her to his uh, flat with uh, sweets, brought her clothes and plastic flowers, and even offered to marry her. The dad said when the daughter had told them that he had kissed her, uh, they banned her from seeing her and filed a complaint with the police. Oh, boy. Uh, Hitler, however, defended himself. Here he had the chance to turn around the whole reputation of the family. Uh, Saying, well, I don't know about that. (laughs) Saying he simply... All right, maybe that was overstating it. He simply enjoyed the company of the child and that when he kissed her, it it had simply been in the usual sort of greeting that was normal in Germany and was harmless. Uh, but that was rejected by the judge who found that he had proven he had kissed the girl against her will on both the neck and cheek. 
Hitler will appeal the conviction, by the way. Way to go, Hitler. Two men in Calgary, here's a little lighter story for you, uh, settled a heated negotiation over the sale of a home on a quiet tree-lined street with a good old-fashioned hockey shootout. Ah. Yeah, real estate agent uh, Daniel Weiner said that the owner of the semi-detached house and the buyer were just $3,000 apart on price. Weiner. Don't do the whole Weiner clip. Thank you. Uh, No one was budging. It was an old Canadian standoff. While talks near collapsing, homeowner Gavin Walsh said that he made a sarcastic comment to Weiner, his agent, about heading to the rink to uh, break the impasse. He said, I was surprised when the bitter came back and said, and I quote, game on. Oh, he decided to do it. That's awesome. So the buyer who asked not to be identified actually used to play in the NHL. <laughs> uh, but Walsh himself, a goalie in a men's recreational league, said he wasn't intimidated by his opponent's NHL clip, uh, career. Uh, he said he's a fierce competitor with a great sport. Uh, and the guy could pick up a truck one-handed, he said. With an audience of 30 family and friends, Walsh and the bidder hit the ice at a local recreational center for a best-of-11 competition. And Walsh, the guy who did not play in the NHL, ended up besting the former wow. professional player with six saves to four goals and ended up getting the uh, the credit. So That's pretty wild. They settled it that way. Here's your next Disney inspirational movie. thought that was kind of fun. Uh, let's see. What started out as a normal day of flying for a recreational pilot, Dylan Newell, soon turned into a strange and stinky situation after he found a skunk hiding in the rear of his plane. Oh, man. Late last month, he was taking lessons in his Cessna bird dog rec- reconnaissance plane. Newell said he had uh, just taken off and was beginning to travel to Martha's Vineyard uh, to do some touch-and-go training when he noticed what smelled like a skunk in the cockpit. Well, at about 1,200 feet, he knew, or he began to prepare for landing when the smell started to grow stronger. He said, I couldn't imagine it was a skunk on the ground. Is this your uh, first time to the vineyard? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he gets tapped on the yeah. shoulder from behind. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's beautiful. He said, at first I was rather confused. I'm visiting the Kennedys. As Newell got closer <laughs> to the runway, the smell continued to intensify. So he radioed the tower at the airport and told him he suspected a skunk was stowed away aboard his, pl- his plane. So when I told them that I thought there was a skunk on the plane, they got really a kick out of it. And after landing at the airport, he rushed to park his plane and made a speedy egress. He checked around the inside of the cockpit and in the cabin, but he couldn't find any sign of a skunk. All the while, the smell continued to intensify. After searching the plane, Newell went around to the tail uh, cone and rapped on the metal. He said, I started knocking and I heard some scampering. Oh, man. Which I thought was pretty strange. So he called the airport and told them about the skunk, at which point they offered to help him remove it. But listen to this. He said he didn't want to let the skunk out in the middle of a busy public airport. So he actually offered to fly back to Katama with the skunk on board. He said, I hopped in the plane and flew back to the Katama airfield as fast as I could. Man, Martha's Vineyard doesn't look like I remember it. After landing in Katama, Newell slowly opened the canvas flap. in the Catman do, is that what you said? Rear of the plane uh, that leads to the tail cone and watched as the skunk jumped out and ran off into a field. The skunk goes back to his family. They're all yep. like, Daddy, where were you? Yeah, You'd never believe it. <laughs> 
What are you doing up there? Are you doing some stunt flying or something? <laughs> the skunk had sprayed him. Uh, yeah. It could have blinded him. It could have, yeah. yeah. And there you go. That's what I have in the B file for you this morning. All right, let's take a break, but not before we give away some more passes for Kathy's big party. It's actually Ooh. a full party with all of us, but Kathy is the star that night. It's our Zeta Eta Pi sorority party, and it is the bitch box get-together. You get everything in that box, you and your guests. It's ladies only. Highly coveted. Yes, and so many great sponsors. Uh, so we will take three callers, starting with caller number 9 at 215-263-WMMR. So 9, 10, and 11. You will get to go. You get entry. You have to be at least 21 years of age, females only. And uh, we're going to have a fashion show. We're going to have awesome giveaways. And, it's the uh, best sorority events ever. It's coming up on the 19th, by the way, and yeah. it will be at Harris, Philadelphia. The the price sheet's right behind you. Oh. Uh, at Harris, Philadelphia. 215-263-WMMR. Let's get you in the party. We'll come back in a second, and uh, we got a really good song up next for our Back to School A to Z. Stay with us. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so we're going to ask today's lesson question to see if you have indeed been paying attention this morning. And for the correct answer, we're going to give away tickets as MMR presents Collective Soul. And they're going to be playing at the Excite Center at Parks Casino on October 3rd. It's a great room. Good friends of the uh, radio station and Pierre Pierre Robert in particular and a great live band. So the question that we have for you this morning, it's more of a statement with a question, okay? says, congratulations on your marriage. It might end up in a what? 215-263-WMMR. According to Casey, it happens. It does. All right, so congratulations on your marriage. It might end up in a what? 215-263-WMMR. Do you know where you're listening? You should call, and we'll do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Gwinnett Mercy University, where you can make a difference and a living. Check out their evening open house on Tuesday, September 17th to learn more about their excellent academics, generous scholarships, and a deep commitment to service. Sign up today at gmercyu.edu. That's gmercyu.edu. What's up, Steve? A big story. Hollywood Life magazine reporting that Lori Laughlin was spotted looking sad while walking with a yoga mat in Los Angeles. Now, experts say a look of sadness can be brought on by a general feeling of unhappiness or a recent physical pain like stubbing one's toe. Yeah. So that's that story. Sad. Kristen, yeah, it's the, it was the yeah. lead article. She looks <laughs> sad. Kristen Stewart showing up to a press conference in Toronto for a new movie, Seaberg, wearing a black blazer with nothing underneath. Stewart says she uses fashion to make statements. Statements like, hey, look at my cans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, Kanye West has purchased a 9,000-acre, $14 million ranch in Wyoming. Kanye explained the purchasing. His dream has always been to one day settle down and raise unicorns. Alrighty, ah. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if we can uh, get an answer to the question. Congratulations on your marriage. It might end up in a what? 215-263-WMMR, the number. And it is John that we'll go to first. Hey, John. 
Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. All right, so you got married. What would it may end up in? A murder-suicide. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, John. We're going to take care of you with a pair of tickets as MMR presents Collective Soul Thursday, October 3rd at the Excite Center at Parks Casino. And tickets are on sale now via ParksCasino.com. 21 and over for the concert event. Let's get to music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. I retire. Brought to you by Temple Football Battling Maryland on Saturday, September 14th. The noon at Lincoln Financial Field. All kids in 8th grade and younger can score a touchdown on the field following the game as part of parent-child touchdown toss day. And tickets are available at owlsticks.com. Uh, so we'll continue talking about Tool as we were just a moment ago. Their long-awaited new LP, Fear Inoculum, has debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 album chart. Wow. The band's first effort in 13 years shifted approximately 270,000 equivalent album units in its first week of release with 248,000 of those in traditional album sales. Uh, according to Billboard, those numbers are particularly impressive since Tool achieved them Without the assistance of a concert, ticket, or album sale redemption offer, any sort of album pre-order, pre-sale access code promotion, or a single merchandise-slash-album bundle, all of which have become the norm for most major albums in recent years as artists struggled to sell albums through more old-fashioned or traditional methods. So they just bought them old school. Yeah, they did. And uh, according to anecdotal reports... Buyers have now started reselling the physical limited edition online at exorbitant prices. Uh, with the $39 package going for prices in the $95 to $100 range. Uh, Tool has announced a smaller second pressing of the limited edition coming out. So they're on fire. Yes. They're doing amazing. It is Tool time. Mm-hmm. Corn has announced a groundbreaking dramatization anthology podcast series called The Nothing... Written and created by Adam Mason and Simon Boy is with Corn. I think I know what's coming. Yeah, it's got to, or I will be thoroughly sad. The official visualizer for the band's new song, Can You Hear Me? <laughs> it never fails to work. Uh, doubles as a trailer. It's like a child's laugh. <laughs> You know what? Yeah. yeah. You're going to laugh at it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the band's new song. Double, not only can Kathy not laugh at it, she's drinking. Well, she's oh, drinking yeah. water I couldn't. Yeah. I, while that was playing. I couldn't do that. It's too much of the joy of life. Uh, it doubles as a trailer for the upcoming podcast series and can be seen online. The podcast shares the same title as Korn's new studio album, which arrives on Friday. Uh, the Nothing is a six-part dramatization. Dramatized. Dramatized. We've been a dramatized. Dramatized. Yeah. Series. That tells the story of journalist Matt Singer, who travels to the small town of Weldon, Kansas, to investigate the mysterious disappearance of a teenage girl. 
He soon discovers that not everything is as it seems in the rural community. Uh, uh, additional information on the podcast, including air dates, will be announced in the coming weeks. This buddy. sounds like a video game I played once a couple of years ago. Yeah? Yes. Okay. I forget the name of it, but it's very similar. All right. Uh, Muse will celebrate the 20th anniversary of its debut LP, Showbiz, with a mammoth box set that uh, it collects the band's first two albums. Uh, along with their early EPs, demos, live recordings, and B-sides from the era. And a pound cake. Well, that's a bonus. Yeah. Uh, the 9-CD 4-LP set titled Origin of Muse is due out on December 6th and features remastered editions of 1999's Showbiz, 2001's Origin of Symmetry, plus the Muse and Musical uh, Muscle Museum. The hell is EPs that? EPs and large assemblage of... Demos, many of which are unreleased, so you get a bunch of stuff with that. When you're talking about these packages, like the uh, the tool package had the the little um, the video that played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It so came with a viewer. Y- yeah, so yeah. yeah. To Linda Bennington, the widow of Lake uh, of Lincoln Park singer, late Lincoln Park singer, I should say, Chester Bennington, has formally announced that she is now engaged and what? Will, will be getting married to a man named Michael F., who is reportedly a Los Angeles firefighter. Uh, Talinda wrote on Twitter, I'm overjoyed to announce my engagement to my angel on earth, Michael F., and I'm here to tell you that you can find love after tragedy, uh, that a death of a soul... Uh, oh, I guess it continues on. I put a period there. Uh, that a death of a soulmate does not mean the death of you. Uh, my family, friends, and my Lincoln Park brothers welcome him to the family with open arms. Is it Michael F., or are you just saying F because it's the full word? No, no, it's not. No. <laughs> They just give an initial. That's it. So okay, I didn't know. Uh, to Linda, I just you're being radio sensitive. Odd choice. Uh, to Linda added, I will continue to honor Chester and continue my life's mission to make his passing not in vain. To all suicide loss survivors, you can uh, be happy again. You can have space in your heart for grief, joy, happiness, sadness, and love. Thank you all uh, for your continued love and support. Uh, since uh, Chester took his own life in July on July twentieth, two thousand seventeen, the age forty one, Talenda has honored her late husband's life. Uh, she co-founded Three Twenty Changes Direction, which strives to promote mental well being and increase awareness and prevention of suicide. I actually had a, a cool little moment this weekend. I'm going to have to pull up my uh, phone here to get this out. But my son Carter and I, uh, we were uh, we went to a park went for a bike ride over the weekend. We were at, hold on a second, we were at Peace Valley Park. Beautiful, beautiful park. And we found this little um, crocheted heart. Uh, It was hanging on a a post. And it's part of the uh, Peyton Heart Project, which I'd never heard of before. And it had a little note that said, take me, you are a beautiful, you are a burst of beautiful. And it had the Peyton Heart Project on it. And on the back it said, it's yours, please take a photo of it. And then hashtag Peyton Heart Project, which I did. And I went and looked it up, and it's a uh, it's a, a, essentially a suicide prevention uh, initiative. And it it was about this kid Peyton who took his own life. He was bullied, mm-hmm. and it was a terrible, horrible story. And it was just the sweetest thing. And we we just we it really made my day finding this thing. So um, mission accomplished then. Yeah. Totally. So I posted on social media. We still have the heart. We're going to go put it somewhere else uh, for somebody else to find. Uh, so, you know, along this uh, story with uh, Talinda and, and the uh, suicide prevention efforts, I just thought that was a really, really nice thing. That is nice. Yeah, so um, it was just kind of a nice little bonus over the weekend. Uh, let me see. One last thing. A 
New song from Greta Van Fleet titled Always There has now surfaced online. The new track was originally originally recorded for inclusion on the band's 2018 debut album Anthem of the Peaceful Army. But it was ultimately decided to that it didn't fit the tone of the album. Uh, the song has now found a home on the soundtrack of the movie A Million Little Pieces, which is based on the best-selling 2003 novel and will open in U.S. theaters this December. <coughs> Sorry, dude, I got a tickle in my throat. That Million Little Pieces... That dude made that story up, right? You remember he said it was about him? Yes. The yeah, author? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it ended up being a total lie. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess they're making a movie out of it now. Is that the same one? I remember think Remember he it was is. on Oprah and everything? Oh, yeah. Yes, that's <clears throat> right. No, I'm thinking of a different one. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, anyhow, Greta Van Fleet has a song that's going to be. These guys look so young. We're looking at a picture of the band. I know. Yep. All right, and there you go. It's uh, the music news for you. Hey, by the way, we do have a Daily Rush video up of uh, Dinosaur Pileup uh, playing the song Backfoot, if you'd like to see that. Uh, and you can watch it out at PressNC.com, sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club, Restaurant, and Bar. That is available. Did you see we got uh, dinged on uh, YouTube for uh, Front Fart? Yeah, I did. That's <laughs> old, right? It's an old one. Really old. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently that was... Were we blowing out candles with that? There was I, a chick who was trying to blow out candles in our prod studio with a queef. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't take video of that. No. Well, we, uh, we, we did. did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I but she know. wasn't. She was doing it through sheer. Yeah, she had her clothes on. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, we're not, studio, we're not animals. Yeah. Uh, it was, and I don't remember what that video was all about. I don't remember if it was a Daily Rush video or, and we were just joking about we're it. Just chronicling whatever. Yeah, they took the video off. Was that... Was that YouTube? Yeah, it was YouTube. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's at least a decade old at this point. I, and sadly, because they removed it from YouTube, we can't even go back to see what it was. Yeah, that's too bad. And that's our art. Yeah. Front that fart is, is our is. art. Front <laughs> fart is art. I like that. Front yeah. art. Uh, you know what? It's also Free Music Monday, and I have a chance to put in a copy of Soundgarden's Live from the Artist's Den. Uh, your choice of a two-CD set or four-LP vinyl set. Huh. So you get to pick. Caller number 25-215-263-WMMR. We're going to set you up. This concert release features over two and a half hours of live Soundgarden from their 2013 show at the Wiltern in Los Angeles, which is out now from Universal Music. So give us a call, and uh, we'll see if you can get that. We're going to take a break. Be back ready to wrap it up. Don't miss it. We'll return shortly. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the inaugural Market Street Run for Blue. Presented by Wawa, Sunday, October 27th, the event benefits the Philadelphia Police Foundation with a run through historic Old City to 30th Street Station and back for a post-run festival at Penn's Landing featuring food and beverages courtesy of Wawa, awards for top finishers in multiple age groups, and fun for the whole family. Click events at WMMR.com for all the details and to get signed up. Sunday, October 27th. It's the Market Street Run for Blue. Presented by Wawa. 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first. Uh, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna introduce uh, our up next gentleman who's in for the Duke. Pierre Robert is out this week. Brent Porsche is hey. here. Hey. Good morning, everybody. And one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on now, Brent, before I do the thank yous to guests and stuff like that, is uh, Casey, where did we get this? Uh, Marissa sent it over. It was a, it was a tweet that uh, we received Okay. Uh, I I believe this morning. Uh, Concerning the back school A to Z, and uh, I know that uh, uh, Brent is a huge music fan, so I'll I'll enlist everyone's input here. It says, uh, hey, I'm writing a vampire story, and I heard a song during the A to Z that I want to put in my story, but I can't identify it. 
It was in the O or P's, and it sounds like the guy is saying Monstep Gorito, and the rhythm is like do 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 doot do. Anybody? Wow. <laughs> Come on, guys. Monstep Gorito. Do 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 do. Nope. That does not yeah. ring the slightest no. bit of a bell to me at all. Has not Monstep Doodoo? Monstep G-U-I-R-D-O. Gorito. Okay, Gurido. so it takes place within the Star Wars universe. Monstep Gorito, and the rhythm is like... D- Monstep Gorito. Do, 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 do. All right, how about this one? Monstep Gorito. Do, 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 do. What is that? That's not it. No. Once, all right. Once. No, that's the other one. What's that's, that? That's one spitting twice shy. I'm <laughs> on step and Guerrero. Uh, but it was in the O's or P's. How about the needle and the Greedo done? Mm, maybe that was it. <laughs> Guerrero. G U I R. That. I, that's I a tough know. one. And, I, and, nothing and, is coming to mind. And writing out a rhythm. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do means nothing to me. That's it. I that, need, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, make sure to... you sing it into the paper. <laughs> yeah, please sing it into the paper. <laughs> Melody and rhythm is difficult to describe, uh, using print. You need to, you need to be able to Mas sing. Tequila? Uh, Mas tequila? No, it was the O's or P's. Oh. So it wouldn't have started with it. Uh, let's see. We have uh, don't pass burritos. Okay. No. Uh, don't pass burritos. One step beyond. One Ooh. step beyond. One step beyond. Da-na-na-na. That's by the madness. Yes. That's by madness. That could have been one step beyond. I that, actually, that actually might make it might be something I, that he's thinking of. I heard that song over the weekend uh, during the ACC. Hey, don't watch that. Watch this. This is the heavy, heavy monster sound. One step. This is a great song. Monster. Oh yeah, listen, listen. That sounds like a vampire type of thing. Yeah, it is. Yep. I yeah. Think this is it. Yeah, this would be. You know, it's got a little old, old, uh, yeah. uh, scary movie type of sound to it. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Do, exactly. He nailed it. Monstep Grido. Oh, somebody says it might be Possum Kingdom. No. Oh, it's this. Or Possum Grido. Ah. Right. Let's get to the words. Uh, there's there's no words on it. There's no words on this. Here, oh, they said, okay, here's some. A texture says it's that song about Kathy's slutty friend. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you ever hear back from her? No go. Uh, no go? She said, don't mention her? No. Uh, you should have seen. She's not slutty. You should have seen how many texts came in when you mentioned that of guys that wanted to meet her. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. I'll, uh, I'll somehow get the story in. Okay. I just won't tell All you right. it's her I'm talking about. Uh, so, yeah, one step beyond. I think th- I think we've... Uh, nice work, people. Yeah. yeah. Well done. One step Greedo. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you to Kim Wayans for being yeah. on the show this morning. Ooh. An Act of God is her show at the Bristol Riverside Theater, and it opens September 17th through October 13th. You can get tickets at BRStage.com. 
org. She's very lovely. It's nice to have her by this morning. Uh, so, Brent, we should do the letter. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. By the letter P is in Pantera. There it is. And we have a pair of tickets for both local tool shows coming up the Wells Fargo Center November 18th, and that show is sold out, and the Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City on Friday, November 22nd. Limited amount of tickets remain uh, for that particular show, so we'll give that away on Friday. How you doing, by the way? I'm man? doing great. Do you go to the Zach Brown concerts over the weekend? No, I wasn't. I have seen Zach Brown before. They're fantastic live. Yeah. Actually, I was talking to Chuck off air. I saw them when they were an opener. They were the first band on a three-band bill with Dirk Bentley and Brad Paisley, and they were oh, wow. amazing. Chuck amazing. is suggesting that they're uh, really... Um, a lot more rock. They're in kind of a league yeah. or a genre of their own. They kind of go across the board there as far as all the different genres are yeah, concerned. Yeah, my wife said on Friday night they closed the show with four covers, four rock, rock song covers. And then even in the uh, earlier set had done like a sabotage from the from the Beastie Boys. Yeah, mm. that's cool. Yeah. I love it. Excellent. Uh, so what you got coming up today, man? Yeah, today on the program, uh, some gifts, some cool gifts to give away. Uh, Free Music Monday, the Soundgarden Live from the Artist Den, your choice of either two CD set or four LP set, which is super cool. Uh, Shinedown tickets with Papa Roach and Asking Alexandria. That's for the Hard Rock next weekend. Also, Robert Plant and Nathaniel Ratliff tickets for The Man, which is also next week. And, of course, our Back to School A to Z. Wonderful. Thank you, Brent Porsche. You are in good hands. Case, what's uh, coming up tomorrow? Well, you know what? Let me thank our sponsor. Yeah, Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And the Preston and Steve Show uh, runs uh, on a Duncan. Uh, also brought to you by Winter Airport Parking Fest. is way in and out of Philly International Airport. Armor, metals, and recycling for all of your metal and computer recycling needs. And, of course, course photography, the official photographers of the Preston and Steve Show. We have a Tattoosday on tap for tomorrow. We have more passes to the Bitch Box Party, which we have coming up on the, uh, the 19th, and several other things that we can give to you. So that's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Gang. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. I'd like to wish Plymouth Township a happy anniversary for the closure of Butler Pike. You're killing my commute, dude. Next message. Yo, you guys are not the best at what you do. You guys are the only ones that do what you do. One of the radio stations in the country is playing pool. Oh, my God. I'm so high. I still the bowl for every song. I don't even know what the song is right now. Next message. People who like it when it's in the high 90s weather-wise obviously work in climate control. For the people who work outside, it sucks. It needs to cool the off. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.